0: You know that's making it into the beginning of the show, right?
1: Mm hmm. This <laughs> is my favorite part of the show. Is it? Yeah, the pre show. Why? I don't know, it's a bunch of crazy nonsense. It's fun.
0: It's stuff you don't really know.
1: Yeah, I got no responsibility.
0: Welcome to Sneaky Dragon. My name is David Dedrick. I'm Ian Boothby. And welcome to episode 297. And I think that's the episode it is. Yeah,
1: that's it. Right. You know what? If it isn't, I- I got to pass okay. along an uh, anonymous compliment to oh, you. to me. To you. Well, to both of us, I guess. To an anonymous. Uh, so compliment. I'm at Jethro's, the diner. Jethro's Diner, yes. Uh, Fraser, home of the Way Too Large Pancake. The and would you like to take the rest of this food home with you? Oh, no, you wouldn't <laughs> because it's too heavy and you can't carry it. They have very large portion sizes. Yeah. Um... But the server comes up to me, and she's uh, giving me the bill, and she goes, "Okay, I've my boyfriend made me say that there, he's a huge fan of your podcast, and I got to tell you that before I give you the bill." oh and i don't want to say that it feels weird <laughs> for me to say it but he's told me i have to say it so oh, then nice. uh so i so I, oh thanks i'm glad he likes the podcast i didn't ask anything past that point yeah what, yeah. what their name was mm-hmm. i was I, I i guess rude in that way i was like i, I just thanked but well, thank you that's great
0: well she seemed to feel it was awkward so you yeah, probably didn't want god bless you, her you, you didn't want to stretch out and the she moment did it. she
1: could have just told her boyfriend that she did it that's true <laughs> big and then liar. there was a tag that was uh, attached to it that was involving uh, the critical hit show and like my character on that so okay. she mentioned that as well and And she had to write that part down. She was just so embarrassed about that part. She went, I just wrote down what he told me to say. There. Look at it. Done. Here's your bill. And we're good. (laughs) And so it's fine. But I'm passing along the compliment that he enjoys the podcast.
0: Now, here's my question to you, sir. What did I
1: order? No, no. The B-L-A-T. Delicious. The
0: Blatt. The world famous famous Blatt. No, my question to you is, uh, is that with the Blatt or sausage? (laughs) My question to you, though, is that did you give a bigger tip because of this exchange?
1: I I tip uh, uh, quite well there. They're nice people.
0: But did, did you add add on a little bit more? Did you add on what? like a. That would be unethical? You complimented That'd me. That would be unethical. Really? That would be unethical. Yeah, you're be right. You're right. I, I agree with you. I agree with you. But still, only human.
1: And sometimes, you know what? Here's something they do mm-hmm. Give me a free Coke. They're very nice there. Do so they? just like slip a free Coke on there and just like, meh, don't worry about it. And I don't know if uh, Mr. Jethro is listening to this podcast and now someone's going to get fired over that. <laughs> but I'm just saying the servers are quite nice over there. Yes. That. But they you really, were, they uh, got to tone down. Yeah. Tone down your amount of fries. Tone down your amount of hash browns. Tone down the size of the pancakes, mm-hmm. or really make that that your that, that's your thing. Yeah, like we're gonna give you too much food. Yeah. Plan accordingly. This is for two people. Seriously. Yeah. Like if you get their pancakes and you're two people, you're not gonna be able to finish them. That's good value. Like under twenty bucks, you're I, stuffed to the gill.
0: I'm not that into pancakes that I can enjoy that.
1: Okay. How many pancakes do you have when you have a pancake? Well,
0: when I have pan, like here's the thing, I like a, like a smaller Short size. Short stack short stack is that what it's called a short st- i just like a smaller sized pancake uh-huh. Like I think, of like a large pancake. Like that is just like a pancake. giant syrup trap. Like it just soaks in everything you I can't. He, okay, could you're telling me a pancake is
1: a syrup trap. I'm yeah. not seeing how this is a negative. Well, I don't
0: like that kind of uh, softness. Yeah, I don't like the I softness. Like a hard pancake.
1: I like this tough sti- fight smack. <laughs> hard tack is what you're looking what for. What is it? Ship's uh, biscuit
0: is what I want. Right. <laughs> I want. No, it's. Uh, I just
1: when you saw Werner Herzog eat his shoe, you went. Yeah, that's, that's the texture I'm looking for in a pancake.
0: Exactly. Nice callback to last week's episode. Uh no, I just want I just don't want I want it to be fresh. I want it to be fresh. Like I want it to feel like I'm eating a fresh thing, not well, I think it's fresh. But not it's just soaked in a bunch of syrup into it. It's not fresh anymore. It's like a soggy I don't know. I just don't want Do you
1: like a croque monsieur? I do. That's pretty soft. Yeah, but soaked it's supposed the, to be. Okay. How That's, about a croque madame?
0: I like it if she soaked through I'm all over, I'm all for it. Someone, hey, how's that? Someone's, someone's too married. Sexy start to the show. <laughs> too, too, too Am I right to say hey, that folks. without blushing? Uh, if you but want, anyway, if you want to comp- thank you, anonymous.
1: Thank you, anonymous, uh, for all your author, poems. Author of <laughs>
0: poems. Thank you for <laughs> thanks for stealing that joke because I paused for dramatic effect and you just jumped right in there. You good, know what I always used you. to think
1: when I read those poems you. and it said anonymous at the yeah, bottom. Anonymous. I just went, you know what? If this was any good, they would assign their name. That's true. <laughs> so maybe let's not have it in the book. <laughs> Also, I also think when I see that Well, there's a chance this is Hitler
0: You know that when
1: (laughs) Right? Because it could be Hitler, right? Why? Well, it's anonymous Why didn't they sign their name? You know why? Hitler That's why Whenever you see an anonymous painting It's probably (laughs) Hitler That's
0: right Because he was so modest He never would have put his name to any... uh anything
1: he was no trump he wouldn't put his name up on everything. all the
0: buildings no, other no yeah. uh but i was just gonna yeah, that say was an,
1: like, when he t- when they took over france he didn't put like hitler on this on the eiffel tower oh like no
0: a, there it, were no swastikas or any indicia in of the fact that uh, well, that's the Nazis not his are, name that is that's pretty his much brand. it's his brand what's the difference well trump different. is his brand oh, it's his dead. name and his brand right
1: you're right so you're saying trump is as bad as hitler <laughs> That seems to be what you're saying. Anyway, if you want to talk to to Dave about these controversial statements he's making, (laughs) uh, we're doing a live show. Well, speaking
0: of controversial, oh, okay. I was going to say that uh, Jane Austen, when she published Pride and Prejudice, it was published anonymously. It was published by a woman. Okay. uh, Yeah. A period woman. People thought it was her last name. Because there was so much
1: prejudice against women, you couldn't have the pride of putting your name onto it. Ironical. And the the book she wrote, uh, Emma? Couldn't even call it Emma. No. It was just a, a, some some gal. M dot. Some gal back then. M period. Okay. Yeah. But
0: like, hey, let's talk about that. I was kind of trying to start. We kind of went off the rails as usual. Uh, everyone, we're doing a live show. This live show is going to occur sometime. When is it, actually?
1: It's on the 31st.
0: It's 31st of August?
1: 31st of August. Yes. We just discussed this downstairs with the with the people involved. <laughs> it seems, that short-term that seems kind just of burned out of your head. That's seems fine. kind of sudden. It's kind of sudden. I, we've been we've been gearing up for it for three hundred uh, weeks. You know, it's not sudden at all. It feels, it's been six feels, years in the making. It feels like it's been, <laughs> feels like it's been
0: sprung on me. I don't know. It's, it's not sprung. It came at out of all. nowhere. Three hundred episodes. Right, so uh, it's the thirty first, thirty first of August,
1: and it's going to be at seven o'clock. It's going to be at seven o'clock. Show up a little earlier. Don't be those. What, what? don't don't be that person. <laughs>
0: but who don't be a Vancouver what? audience. Is that what you're yeah. saying? Yeah. Also,
1: we're going to add, like, it's maybe okay have like maybe like twelve audience. chairs. Uh, you can also stand. There'll be standing area. It'll be fine. Yeah. But like if you want to, to sit and be comfortable, mm. show up uh, a little earlier. And where is it going to be, uh, David?
0: It's going to be at Eighth Dimension Comics, uh, which is located
1: basically in Main and very Broadway.
0: Main and Broadway basically in the Wedge building between Kingsway, Main, and Broadway, uh, that little building there. And yeah. I do have an address for it, but I'm not sure if it's correct. <laughs> yeah. So uh, Are you directly across
1: from a dress store? Directly if so, across? Yes, that's where you should that's be. That's where you should be. Where do, what are you next door to? Are you next door to an eatery that's the wallflower? Uh, then that's correct. Mm-hmm. Are you—on uh, the other side, is there a, a post office? Yes, then there that's is. Also, you're in the correct space.
0: Yes, there's many interesting places along this. And it's this called program. the
1: Eighth Dimension. That's like uh, with a, a number eight, not a not a written eight. So if you're <laughs> looking it up that way, yeah, number eight, and uh, it's a comic store. So you could also buy comics if you wanted to, if you're uh, that sort of person. If they got a really nice selection of uh, all ages comics and whatnot. Our show will not be all ages, but we will allow all ages people in there, uh, and we may do some swears. And uh, they asked, "Do you want to have beer?" And we went, uh, no, soda pop will be fine. But hey, if you guys are going like, uh, we want beer, let's talk about it. Maybe we can do something. We'll see. Uh,
0: but, Let me just uh, see if I can find this. Uh, the, find the, this. Address? Find the address? Are you looking
1: people. with a number eight or are you looking for I'm looking, a spelled?
0: I'm looking to tell people yeah. that you can find this place at 2418 Main Street, Vancouver.
1: 2418. BC,
0: beautiful British Columbia. Yep. Yeah. Uh, don't go to Vancouver, Washington. No. That would be the wrong wrong place. No. And, uh, yeah, you'll find it. It has, it has a sign. That's the easiest way to find a store. Multiple signs. It has multiple signs. Another and we,
1: sign would be you look in the window, you see comics all around. And you'll see us. And you'll see us talking. We'll be in there. Yeah, we'll also be in there as well. Yeah. And we'll be painfully shy. That'll be us. They'll be, that'll be <laughs> us like a couple of wallflowers smushed against the wall. What are the perks of being a wallflower? Not much for us. Well, we smushed you, against the wall. You can eat
0: for free at the restaurant next door. Oh, that's true. The wallflower. There you oh, go.
1: you're right. That's right. That's wallflowers, but we don't go to the wallflower that often. No, no,
0: it's too it's too noisy and a little too out there for me.
1: Yeah. I'm not it's gonna p- start badmouthing it because, you know, maybe everyone in this uh area it talks to each other. So I don't want to badmouth oh, anyone. I like it. I I'll start badmouthing them after I, our the show.
0: Uh, Lisa and I ate there um, a couple weeks ago when we okay, went well, to the concert. Okay, let's get into that then.
1: Uh, before uh, we can also just really quickly do our other business real fast. So anyway, come on down to that show. That is the 31st. Uh, you know, you'll be like, do "Oh, we ha- I do gotta- we have a special guest for the show?" Oh, we will we will have a special guest. Uh, we will uh but here's the thing, you're going to be like, "Oh, I got to pay rent. Uh, I wish I didn't have to spend money." Well, you don't have to spend money. Just come down, it's free. That's the other is thing, it? it's free. Come well, on. We in.
0: didn't talk about this? It's
1: free. And uh, you know, and then they got comics it's there, free. which aren't free. No, but they're your best ent- entertainment value.
0: B- better than us.
1: Yes. Okay. <laughs> yes. So you, if you get bored with us, pick up a comic book and just see what Ms. Marvel's up to. Hashtag. What shenanigans is she up to today? Hashtag promotion. Exactly. Yeah. Um. Other things. Uh. Real quick. Uh. We're still doing our come eat with us uh, thing. Uh. Just say you want to eat with us, and we'll uh, buy you dinner. I know. What's that? It's a weird thing. It's gonna happen. Uh. <laughs> other thing. Uh, if you got a story you're going to tell, uh, uh, you want to tell us about, uh, you know, your life, uh, yep. basic, specifically like uh, the one that got away, a story like that, uh, an origin story about something that you've done in your life. Yeah. Uh, where? How did you find out about Sneaky Dragon? That kind of thing. Uh, well, heck, Dave will supply a soundtrack to that story. I will. Of your life. And how do you contact us? Well, you can go to our uh, Skype which is Sneaky Dragon. You'll see our image there and mm-hmm. leave us a two-minute message. Sure. About, about two minutes is great. And yeah. then, Or you can just uh, leave us a, an MP3 file uh, at uh, sneakyd at sneakydragon.com. Sneakyd at sneakydragon.com. I think that's all our business there. Do we actually have one of those stories today? Yes, we do. I
0: have a story today too from uh, listener Marcus Harwell, who was kind enough to come and visit you at San Diego Comic-Con.
1: I think he was there anyway. I don't think he went to San Diego Comic-Con. I think he
0: came to me. visit you.
1: That is a lot of money to spend. You know, for, for
0: you're worth it
1: for that 10-minute. Don't be conversation. so shy.
0: Hashtag promotion, you are worth it.
1: Hashtag hashtags. Uh, so we'll get to that. But you, you were in this area recently with your lovely wife. Yeah, a couple, uh, What were you doing? What were you hanging out? What were you doing? What's going on?
0: Well. You know, I uh, just finished coloring uh, Sparks.
1: I want to get into that as well. We'll get into that? Yeah, absolutely. We'll you want
0: to get into that? Hashtag, well, let's get into hashtag, that. Hashtag, let's, get into let's talk that. about that, and then we'll talk about the concerts.
1: Okay, hashtag uh, deal with that later. Hashtag yeah. put a pin in. Hashtag it. put a pin hashtag, in. Hashtag uh, priorities.
0: Hashtag priorities. That's okay. right. That's right.
1: So, uh, the big. Da da, da da announcement is uh the sparks book that we were talking about yeah. uh, coming out from scholastics graphics line february twenty seventh that uh, I wrote Nina Matsumoto drew and Dave colored is now complete yes, the book has been finished as of this week dave was knocking i was going to say knocking boots that 's not right <laughs> uh, knocking himself out. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, don't stop all the time knocking boots. I'm gonna. When yeah, you gotta no more, knock out the uh, the. No the, 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 more boot knocking. No more boot knocking. Uh, but Dave has been working himself crazy for uh, for a while.
0: James. I think everyone has, at various points in this project, worked themselves. Crazy. Oh, worked themselves. So sick. I'm not gonna. Yeah, worked themselves stupid. Uh, I'm not gonna say that. I I think each of us. You will
1: open this book and sweat will just pour out of it. The
0: best moment of the weekend was when uh, Nina wrote and said it. It brought a tear to her eye. That was my first experience with the comics crunch. So I just. Uh, <laughs> I think that was yeah. I just felt like oh, I'm part of the family now of people who have been ground ground to death. It is here's okay. Here's something that I learned. I never learned this before.
1: Hashtag lessons.
0: Hashtag lessons. Hashtag life lessons. Sleep is important. I did not realize this. Mm -hmm. Like I am a person who keeps Batman hours. I don't like going to sleep. Like I am actively. I'm a little uncomfortable about going to sleep. Actually. Okay. Do you feel that way about going to sleep? You're you're a person who. Doesn't sleep all the time, right? You uh, like to,
1: yeah, I've been, uh, it's been a little rough lately, especially well, with sleep, yeah.
0: Once you're a bed, of course it's fine. You're sleeping, it's okay. I don't want to get out of bed.
1: I always wish that but, I felt about sleep w- uh, when I'm going to sleep like I feel about in the morning. Yeah. Like if that guy who yeah, wants yeah. to sleep so much, yes. could be the nighttime guy sure. and swapsy swapsy. Yeah, yeah. Life would be fantastic. Yeah, it
0: would be a lot better. Why don't
1: those two guys ever no, swap? No, I license?
0: don't know. I find going to sleep a very uncomfortable thing. Mm-hmm. Like I don't like the idea that you close your eyes and then a giant portion of your life is gone and you wake up and it's it's gone and never to be handled or had right. by now you again you do again.
1: not have nightmares you have said i don't have
0: nightmares no i don't okay no no i sleep quite I sleep, I sleep the sleep of the dead actually i have i don't even remember my dreams in most cases mm. if i do remember a dream it was a very very special dream if i remember it i'm usually like a really touching like beautiful dream like i you know so when i remember a dream it's very i really it makes me happy but uh yeah i do not like sleeping though i don't i always put off going to sleep and so, you know, I generally sleep maybe five to six hours a night most times. That's like most of my most my schedule mostly. And I might have like one crash night every once in a while where I just kind of like, ugh, I'm going to bed. <laughs> I'm not feeling so great. I'm just going to bed at midnight instead of two in the morning. Uh, doing this project, though, because um, I'm terrible at, let me just say, Nina gave me a schedule. Mm-hmm. And once she gave it to me, I, I knew I couldn't keep it. I just told her I could keep it. I just said, no, that's fine. But I knew right away that I would be falling behind in the schedule, and I did. I just started falling behind, and okay. I like worked like mad to try and keep up to the to the schedule. But so you know, you, you lied to. Her. Well, I lied, lied but I was with Nina. the best of intentions.
1: Damn face! Because
0: I felt like, well, I had already agreed to do it, and then trusting Nina's and looking then, at you,
1: uh, her eyes looking at you. Yeah, uh, I know. can I trust you with my baby? T- you <laughs> go. I'll look after your she baby. Did. Her and, her uh, email <laughs>
0: eyes were looking at me, and I and I said. And, you know, like, because I agreed to do it. Like, I said, okay, you know, no problem. I'll do this thing. And then and then Scholastic, like, gave us this, the deadline. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I think probably Nina was like, uh-oh. <laughs> is this possible? And then she told me, like, is this possible? And I was like, yeah, no, don't worry. I'm sure I Second can. Second
2: lie. Sure, <laughs> <laughs> be
0: fine. <laughs> and so, but I figured, but as soon as she told me, I was like, oh, it's going to be a crunch. Right. Uh, and I, you know, so, so I pretty much the whole, like, whatever I started doing it, I remember when I started. It's been like this constant like kind of guilty feeling of like I really should be drawing right now. You know and like you said when I when you offered me the job I wasn't working. Right. And then I started working so I you know basically work a 10 hour job in the sense right. that I have an when hour commute. Tra- when I, tra- I offered you the job you were on the yeah.
1: on a railroad car. I was uh, you were playing ho- your harmonica, <laughs> that's right. and uh, littlest
0: hobo. That's what they called me. That's what you're asking. me. Yeah. You're
1: going like, "Hey, buddy, you got any jobs uh, coloring?" <laughs> that's, right. that's what you're asking.
0: Town me. to town, I look I for know. little. Often on like publishers, they leave little chalk marks. That's right. So I would know. Oh, this this one's an easy mark. This one will give you give away that's coloring right. jobs. Oh,
1: a coloring jobs, and then loose women, and then <laughs> good vittles. <laughs>
0: that's right. Yeah, the various symbols. <laughs> yeah, they were anyway, left in shut chalk. i uh,
1: window while
0: you're. Uh, oh yeah, there. good idea. Okay, so. uh I don't remember where I was because we started... uh, Oh, you were lying to Nina. (laughs) I wasn't like lying. I was just... Because I
1: felt bad. Like I would agreed. But but, like uh, I say, I started... The Bible says uh, bearing false witness. No,
0: that's different. I went to... uh, I went... Yeah, so I started working... You know, and so it's it's a 9-hour job plus my, you know, it's a half-hour commute there and half-hour commute home. So it's 10 hours of my day is gone.
1: Let me just, but let me just say, this was a recent and this wasn't what I can't say yeah. what the thing I'm working on is. Okay, okay. So you you be the guy who's coming up to me and going like, "Hey, Ian, uh what what do you know about Battletoads?" Okay. The video game Battletoads. okay. Could okay. You, yeah, you say that. I'll say that.
0: "Hey, Ian, uh you're the guy. What yeah. do you know about uh, the video game Battletoads?"
1: Oh, I used to play it all the time. I know Battletoads quite well. <laughs> Why you got a writing gig that I can do with Battletoads? Yeah, I do actually. Oh, well, I'll, you're I'll do it for you. Sure, oh, yeah. No problem. So you're a real expert. You no played a no lot. As, uh, yeah, Battletoads.
0: Oh, yeah. So We've you got it. Wait you second. know all about. I'm not just uh, scanning
1: this on Wikipedia right now. <laughs> you
0: know I'm all about the boss level because what we really want. Board. Battletoads. What we really want is the uh, third level boss. So we really uh-huh. want to concentrate uh-huh. on that uh, oh, character. Oh yeah, old uh,
1: what's his name? Figgety Jim. Figgety Jim. Yeah, old I used to call him the Fig Man. When oh, I was really? A young when you're a
0: young man, that's, that's interesting that you had a—you might man. play the game so much you had a nickname for that character. Right. Okay, that's, Anyway, I'm gonna I'm really go uh, finish
1: the script for you. Because uh, I like uh,
0: money. Can I be? Can I be the guy getting the script? <laughs> what the fuck? He wrote "Battletoads" without a Z. Oh, a Z? Sorry, he's an American. Sure. A Z. Yeah. Anyway,
1: that's very similar to what I'm going through right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Because it's not you lying
0: though, right? You're just well, Oh, it's lying. I, okay. Sure. I was but I don't think I was lying. I was trying to like No, my
1: thing is I know I was trying to be
0: confident. Sure. I can do this. Yep. No, I can do this. So anyway, so uh as as time progressed, my, my, nights, got shorter, my, my nights got shorter, my sleeping times got shorter and shorter. Right. Forgot until your wife's name. <laughs> the last your names. The last two two to three months it was three hours sleep a night. That was the most I was getting.
2: You and were so out of it. i was, me tell you, Dave. Okay, you tell me. The, this was the warning sign. How out of it was I?
1: You're now getting chickens in your backyard.
2: <laughs> That's
1: true. I You're agreed. You're not a farmer. I agreed to this. And you got chickens in your backyard. Oh, it
0: was such an easy mark. They knew. I fell asleep while they were talking to me. Yeah. Mary was asking me, Dad, did you mind if we keep a chicken in the backyard? And then I fell asleep while she was asking me the question. And then she insisted that I said yes.
1: Sure.
0: Forever after. No, no, you said yes. Don't you remember? Uh Okay. Um, by
1: the way, people are uh, very behind this whole uh chick tract uh thing of like where we have uh, chicken discussions. okay well we can talk about that too All right, hashtag chicken discussion hashtag,
0: hashtag put chick- a pin chick- in the chicken chick-track. please put a pin in that chicken um the, the uh, so three are so okay, here's so the thing you're lying to Nina I'm, no no i'm not lying that <laughs> no, wasn't lying it was being confident it's being like you know it was saying yes to the to you know like when the universe put, makes you know, an offer you're supposed you to say yes to it. <laughs> you lighted. You lied to the universe <laughs> in this form of Nina's emails. Uh so so yeah, I was. My sleep schedule went really down, like really. Uh-huh. And it's weird. What I discovered though is that is that you really need to sleep because it actually. Like I think you kind of like your body needs to like lay just lay flat for like a certain amount of time in the day, like because it's really it just gets tired of walking around or like sitting around or whatever you're doing. It is like I've had enough. (laughs) Let's just like lay down like perpendicular to the to the world, and then I will heal you while you have pleasant thoughts, and then you'll wake up in the morning and you'll feel better. Yeah, I just never gave my body that chance for so long that I started like feeling like really sore, like. Sore backs or legs or shoulders. Sore.
1: Basically, basically, your body is telling yeah. you, if you'll just lie somewhere comfortably and yeah. not do anything, I'll give you nice thoughts and make you feel better. Yeah. And you're going, fuck you. Fuck you, body. I don't want that. Yeah. So, and
0: I'm not saying, I'm not boasting about, like, I'm just, this was just so interesting interested. to me. I'm not, yeah. I know everyone, everyone who's ever done, like, anything like this has gone through these, like, horrible, like, you know, getting to the end part of it. Like, cause it's always going to be a push. Like, you can schedule it all you want. Well, once you get near the end of it, you know that you are going to hit crunch time. And that was the final weekend was like just 20 hours straight, me yeah. sitting in a chair, uh, just thinking to myself, how did people not die doing this? Like, how did comic book people do this all the time? I, I couldn't do this. I can't do it. Like, I'm thinking about Pia. Yeah, but she was doing why? Like oh, this yeah. has been killing her.
1: Yeah, it was. It must have just been
0: like death to it her was. to do this that's thing. A yeah,
1: situ- that's a thing where like where we talk sometimes when people go like, "Oh, what are you working on now?" And just the concept of doing a monthly book for an extended yeah, period yeah. of time. Yeah, it's like fuck off. Like I would just not <laughs> want her to have to do that. Yeah yeah. Just so you saw her do it once. So so incredibly hard. Yeah yeah yeah. And to be fair, the book she was doing involved a lot of research as well. So there's mm-hmm. time you don't mm-hmm. see uh, that's like uh, you know besides the time that you're actually putting pencil to paper. But Jesus Christ, yeah. so difficult. Yeah, yeah no, it's
0: uh, so you know. And I, then
1: of course there's the lineup of people out the door going, "Well, if you don't want to do it, I'll do it." So you, it's hard to you can't really explain yeah, because there's right, so yeah. people going, "I want that job." Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, yeah. oh, that's fair, but it doesn't make it any less difficult.
0: Oh no, it's. Uh it's funny because...
1: By the way, what we're saying is buy this book when it comes buy out. There's
0: a lot okay. of blood, sweat, and tears in it. Because I haven't talked to Nina about this, but I, I'm going to assume that even she, who very, seems very together and organized... And incredible work ethic. And incredible work ethic. And, you know, followed her schedule to a T, I imagine. Even she, at some point in this project, had her crunch time near the end where she was just like pumping out pages, trying to get to the end of this and get it over with and mm-hmm. finished. And so, yeah. So the final weekend was just... And then... Because I knew... I had about 72 hours of work left... And I had, you know, four days to get it all done. So yeah. I just, just sat in a chair and just sort of started pumping up pages. And I didn't, like, I actually think that I turned up better pages as I got, as, like, near the end of the book. Like, it's weird, but I just think yeah. I actually like those pages better than... There, I mean, and what, I didn't know what I was doing when I started, so that's big yeah. part of it. But, How uh, would you? Yeah. but uh, yeah, I didn't like I didn't like cheat and like start doing stick figures, the equivalent the cartooning or the coloring equivalent of stick figures. But yeah, this all
1: happens at night. I so, was just uh, like uh, it all out.
0: just keep you know just kept kept it going kept it going, and then on Sunday night I just thought I got to do it all nighter, so I just stayed up all night, which I hadn't been able to do because I had so little sleep for so long that I just didn't have the like the resources, the energy to like go like. A whole night without getting really, really tired, just wanting to go to bed. So I was like, I gotta do this, gotta do this. So I was like working. I'd walk around. I started. I skipped rope to keep keep my energy level up. And then I came back inside and was working away. And then uh, yeah, eight o'clock on um, on Monday evening. So I'd been up about thirty six hours by that point. Nina wrote and said, Okay, I've sent all the pages off except for the final spread, the last few pages. But you can just finish that when you have time, like within reason. She said. Yeah. And I was like, Thank God. Pen down. <laughs> I'm going to a concert. So then we got into the car. <laughs> we got into the car and we drove into Vancouver, right across the street from you here.
1: Yeah, and across the street from the eighth dimension. Across
0: even the, the eighth dimension at the uh, Fox Cabaret, right. Formerly a uh, porno theater. Formerly a porno theater, and it's a but b-
1: everything here used to be formerly a porno the theater. A-
0: everything in Vancouver was once a porn theater. It's a, it's because it was a lumber lumber town. Yeah. Sailors and lumberjacks came to visit here. Yeah, the
1: eighth uh, dimension used to be called the eight and a half inch dimension, and mm. uh, you would come in here and it would just be, you'd get your porno magazines.
0: <laughs> seems to be underselling itself. That's right. The
1: Wallflower used to be called the Glory Hole. Mm-hmm. That was a place you just Kay. come and you'd order your food through a hole sure. in the wall. Yeah. Yeah. Everything was uh, porn related. <laughs> okay.
0: So, uh, we went, so, we went to see um, two bands there. One was uh, Wolf People, who I'd never heard of or seen before. Okay. And the other one was uh, a Swedish prog rock band called, I'm going to call them Dungeon. I think it's like Dungeon? Dungeon? I'm not sure like right. exactly what it is. They could
1: have been is. called Funyuns. Like, no they, were not, they
0: were not Funyuns, no. They, uh, I
1: would see a band called Funyuns, and I do not uh, like to see bands. Yeah. Would you really? I would go see a band called Funyuns. Okay. Yep. I would go like, what's this angle about? There Let's you go. see how this plays person out. Person
0: forming a band out here, here's how you'll get one person to your concert. Uh, so we went to see uh, these guys. So, uh, you know, like, we're old pros at going to concerts now. So like if it's... No, we saying
1: we, this is... Lisa and I.
0: Lisa and I went. Uh, doors at 8. We left our house at 8 to get, ah, to get there. We're there around 10, very far ten away. to 9. Yeah, 10 ah, to 9. Ah, nice. Walk in the door. A little bit of preamble. I bought a CD... Uh, I bought a Dungeon CD, and then I and then we started to wait for the show to start. Now you bought
1: the Dungeon CD before seeing Dungeon the band. Yeah, yeah, I
0: like them. I already, I already know their music. Oh, you knew so them. Yeah, ma- yeah, okay, yeah. Right. I know them. Song I, song I, song I like song. them quite a bit. All right. Uh, and then but but Wolf People came out first, and they were really really good. Oh, like cool. I was super impressed by them. Like,
1: what do you think of the venue, by the way? It's
0: actually quite nice. Okay. Uh, it's you know it's weird going in there is weird. I never went in there as I've a porn only theater. Done comedy there, I've never seen a concert. Okay, I've never been there uh, when it was a porn theater but it's the kind of place when you go into you're like this was a movie theater like how how big was this place like I actually was there when it was a theater I'm sorry Mm -hmm. because it used to be the Savoy Theater and it it did like uh, whatever you call it repertoire repertoire theater where yeah and
1: even at uh, even when it was a porn theater it would sometimes have uh, what is it not illegal movie nights but it was something like criminal movie nights or something they call them and they'd show movies like at uh, midnight you know they would like like, you know kind of faster pussycat kill kill Mm or something like that sure
0: sure sort of camp or whatever popular midnight movie kind of fodder uh yeah Here's so what it was like
1: when it was a porno theater mm-hmm. it was uh, movie seats yep. that were like mostly destroyed okay it just was a horror show yeah yeah, yeah. it was pretty rough uh, people who were masturbating deserved more <laughs> what you're saying is <laughs> yeah there's no wither no if, dignity yeah if
0: you're gonna go in there and expend that sort of energy yeah. you deserve a better place there was
1: the occasional roll of toilet paper mm-hmm. on the back of a seat which is not something that you see at most movie theaters no
0: no but civilized Oh, very civilized. Yes. Yes. Pinky. Actually, you know what? A Kleenex box would have been more civilized. So I'm going to give them half marks for the.
1: Yeah. But people would have probably had sex with a Kleenex box. So you got to (laughs) like.
0: To be fair. The flesh box. Oh, my God. This this show has taken
1: a turn. (laughs) We're getting no one coming to our live so, show.
0: It's fair. So, the... Uh,
1: Fuck it. I'm going to try and book us at the Fox so we can go yeah, over the yeah, material that's right. there. Yeah, we can
0: go over this material there. That'd be much better. Yeah. Uh, After
1: we do the Eighth Dimension, we're all going over to the Fox. I don't know what we're, what's playing there, but we're all going... And you know what? Dave's treat.
0: Yeah, my He's treat. He's
1: going to buy you a CD. Okay. He's going to buy you a snack. This wow. is the whole eat with us thing. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> eat with no. us. Listen with us. So, yeah, Wolf people were just fantastic. Like, they were... Four guys Mm -hmm. in a rock and roll band, Um, and at first, you know, you don't know who they are, so you have that kind of, like, I don't know you kind of feeling, (laughs) so they come out, and and everyone else was kind of the same, like, we don't know who you are, (laughs) Wolf People, which, by the way, Wolf People, not not a great name, like, I was already kind of against them because the name Wolf People, well, it's not not that it's Funyuns, there's already Wolf Parade wolf mother Mm -hmm. so there's already other bands with a wolf like how many wolf bands do we want
1: also you're a big fan of teen wolf
0: there's peter and the wolves from the 60s it's wolfman jack wolfman jack sure
1: like you don't so thomas wolf
0: and by the way for a band that was called wolf people three of them were wolf people one of them was not a Wolf oh what makes
1: you a wolf person beard
0: yeah they had a beard and one guy didn't have a beard so i'm like i don't want to criticize you because maybe you identify as as wolf person so i don't want to like you know get just like but at the same time... I'm now thinking
1: of the, uh, yeah. the Glow uh, show, and there's the She-Wolf character there. Okay, okay. And I'm thinking now that's how they would dress if they were a wolf person. Okay. <laughs> no, no. Okay. Yeah.
0: You just have a beard. That's your wolf. That means oh, you're a right. wolf. so right?
1: they come out, and uh, the they audience is out. like, who are you? That's right. And you're like, you're no wolf people. <laughs> at least one of you isn't.
0: <laughs> I started to criticize loudly. No, actually, I was the one that led the applause. You throw,
1: you throw they said, your CD at them.
0: They said, hi, we're wolf people. And then there was like total silence, so I went... And then people went, oh, wait, I guess we should clap. And so yeah, they started to join me in yeah, clapping. clapping. And then they played their first song, and then people were like, holy fuck. Woo, yeah. <laughs> and then they were like, whoa, this is awesome. Nice. These guys are great. Uh, and they were interesting because it was something I had been thinking about for a while. but They really brought it into focus for me, which is that cause I've been listening to like I've to a lot of prog lately. I don't know why. I've just been going through sort of a, a prog period, okay. prog rock uh, phase. And so I've been listening to all this prog kind of stuff. and And these guys really... You know, because when you listen to like bands like Yes and uh, ELP, which which I haven't been listening to Emerson, Lake and Palmer, but I've been listening to some Yes and Caravan and and uh, Gong and Soft Machine and stuff, and, and so I've been listening to that music, and I and I was thinking like uh, like everyone talks about like the classical element, like you know, like got really pompous and classical, and that's prog rock. But actually, one part of prog rock I don't think people talk about very much is like how much out of folk that it came, like out of folk music. Mm. And there's a real folk element to, to, to like, a lot of prog rock. But, like, like, I, like if you think of, uh, like he, well, if you think of, like, Fairport Convention, who are a British folk band who kind of electrified British folk music and then took it a step further and did, like, there's a uh, great song called The Sailor's Life. Uh, and it's like a nine-minute-long song, so it so it's not all lyrics. It's like has this long uh, guitar fiddle kind of interplay that's really really great. And then on uh, Full House, there's this Richard Thompson song called Sloth, which is like a, a nine, another nine-minute-long song with this great guitar element to it. You know, so they're already kind of stretching out this form. And so I think a lot of bands kind of and there's a thing called the Can- Canterbury sound, which sort of originates with with uh, so- a Soft Machine. And the Soft Machine are kind of like this weird. Uh, the very first like beginning of F- soft machine is this kind of like super group before they were a super group. Cause they had like David Allen who left to form gong. And then they had Kevin Ayers who left to have this fantastic solo career. And then they had Hugh Hopper and, and, and uh Robert Wyatt and Robert Wyatt left to start matching mole and then a solo career. And then, and then Hugh Hopper kept kept soft machine going on, on into even a more kind of eclectic jazz fusion kind mm-hmm. of period. And so they, and so they kind of created this sound. It was like sort of like stretched out jazz with a folk element to it and stuff. And so Caravan and other groups like that kind of part of that sound. And now that sound is like kind of it kind of like left England and became like a European sound. So there's bands that came out of like like Super Sister or um uh, Wigwam who are Finnish band, Finnish folk uh, prog band. And so, yeah, all this like and so I was thinking about that a lot. And so then these guys are playing and I'm like so he's singing like. Like in an English folk idiom, like his voice and everything like that is like English folk. Like if he, if he was singing like without the electrification, like all the electric instruments and stuff like that, he could just be like anyone, like strumming the acoustic guitar, you know, la, and just singing this song and it's very you know all the inflection and stuff like that. But then it's like combined with like this kind of like southern sort of boogie, like like real like head bobbing mm-hmm. kind of like do 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 you know, that kind of stuff like that, you know. And then and then most like blowing my mind awesomeness is like two electric guitar guys doing like inter uh like soloing together and like doing like trading licks and doing like interplay and stuff like that which is like i just love so much because it's so hard (laughs) it's so hard to do like hardly anyone ever does it like like, you know, I have bands like, I think I've talked about before, like, like Leonard Skynyrd or Iron Maiden and stuff like that, where they have, like, two really good lead guitar players, but they never play together. they always, like, one guy, you know, Dave Marie does a solo, and then Adrian Dickinson does a solo, or Ed King does a solo, and then Gary Rossington does a solo. No one, like, does them together so that they can have, like, this intertwining and stuff like that. <laughs> to so, be
1: fair, if they did them together, it would not be a solo.
0: Well, no, but it's but it's uh, like yeah, your soloing, like about. you're doing I know like what you're, about. you're doing like lead lines I together. Maybe I, I am am should not picking say solo, nits. but like doing lead lines. Yeah. So you're like, A and then you're form. kind of inter little, uh,
1: tossing the ball around. Because so. that's why I
0: like like uh, band like uh, the Bubble Puppy or local, uh, Canadian band Local Rabbits and. Um, or two I can think of off the top of my head that yeah that do this kind of like guitar interplay where that it intertwines stuff because it's, it's difficult to do because you know like when you're watching the show like the two guitar guys were like staring at each other the whole time <laughs> to watch what each other's fingers were doing you know so they could like match what I, each other was doing and they yeah they are really good oh
1: cool uh, should, actually uh, they were the
0: best band that I saw this week and I saw four bands this week
1: okay well I'm, let let me just say if you have a chance to put something of theirs up I will. on our site I will. that would be fantastic
0: I bought it, but... I bought one CD and I wish I'd bought two.
1: When uh, when you're mentioning that that uh, who are you guys? We don't know who you are. Yeah. That I mean, again, I've only come at it from the comedy side of things, but that's one of the best feelings I think in the world, which is going to another town who doesn't know who you are. Yeah. And then knowing that they're catching on, that you're okay. Yeah, yeah. And like, ah, they're relaxing. Now we Mm -hmm. know we're going to have a good time. And then Mm -hmm. you're all just, and you're discovering each other together. Mm -hmm. And it's, Mm -hmm. uh, oh, your town's cool. Oh, this thing is cool. Oh, we're all having a good time. Oh, this is great. And, you know, you'll be, they'll be famous at some point in the future. Yeah. And and playing to an audience that already knows them, which is, but it's a different vibe than prove it, prove it, you know?
0: Uh, the guitar player for for Dungeon, and I was impressed. He actually he actually came out and he was kind of snuck down. and He was crouching behind some sort of a keyboard thing that was kind of parked behind the behind the band. It was okay. part of part of Dungeon's or Dungeon's uh, gear, and he was sort of crouching behind it, watching them play. So I thought that was really cool. And then he then he left that and he came around and stood out front and watched them. And they got kind of near the end of their show, and they're like, "Do we have time for one more?" And they're like, "Well, well, here's the person who can tell us. You want to do we have time for one more?" And he's like, "Sure." Because he was enjoying it too, so they played another yeah. song. Oh, good! Yeah, it was really cool that the guitar. You know, the, he was a guitar player with Dunyan and he he just loved what they were doing. So, was,
1: what were the four bands you saw this week? See.
0: So I saw um, Wolf People. Wolf People. Highly recommend uh, Dunyun, Jun-Jun-Jun. who I think I really like. Unfortunately, by that point in the evening, I was starting to feel the fact that I'd been awake for forty-two hours yeah. or whatever it was at that point, and was starting to like melt and yeah. just fall apart as I stood there. My back was killing me. My shoulders were aching. Everything, every part of me was dying. And I, so I, you know, I manfully stuck with the whole, through the whole show. But I was, when I went back to the car, I was like getting into the car. I was just like, Ugh, old man, can't get in. Um, but I think that Dunion would be a better show to watch in a place like the Queen Elizabeth Theatre, let's say. Okay. Maybe that's too big a place, but to watch them in a place where you could just sit comfortably yep. and they could play and be very intricate and be very, uh, you know, because they play, once again, they play like a prog rock. They, you yeah, know, they take all your photos. They yeah. have a, like a flute player, you know, sort of the kind of like Caravan or, yep. or uh, Jethro Tull, if, if the, you know, and and, uh, and who also plays keyboards. And, you know, and they have, there's really great musician, so like the drummer is just fantastic, like so good and, you know, just <laughs> really good band. And I
1: always, th- I always think, by the way, you know, the flute player, when you see them in a the band, you just go, that's the first person to be cut when this doesn't start mm. working out. He's
0: the main guy in the band. He's lead the lead singer. Oh, okay, that's good. But like almost any time yeah, you see yeah. a
1: flute player in a band, you're just like, first one to go when you'd, this stops making as much money. You think we're so? Going, like, we can't, we can't do it you know with I mean, five I, people. True, four, right. we can make a living. Who's going to go? Flutie, what? <laughs> we could really do this on the keyboard, Flutie. But here's the thing,
0: though. <laughs> Usually in a band like that, the flute guy also does keyboards. So uh, they kinda of, they have a double yeah. threat, so they're not they're not That's so easily. A smart to get rid move, of. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so thinking of uh what was his name? McDo- uh McDonald. Darn it all. Ian McDonald, yeah, who played in King Crimson. He was uh, he played keyboards and also Woodwinds, so he was like a okay. a double threat. He could There's a lot of all.
1: Ian McDonalds, by the way in the Is world. that right? There's a lot. Huh. Some would say too many. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. So
0: uh he- yeah, speaking of progress, that's a really good album, McDonald and Giles. Actually, after okay, the... anyway, uh, the so I saw yeah, so saw so saw Dungeon, and so then on Wednesday night we went and saw a band called Temples, who had been recommended to me not like last not this most recent Van Calf, but the P- VanCaf before by Julian Lawrence, okay. lo- local cartooning legend, yep. had recommended to me to go see Temples. They're playing that night at the Biltmore. But I had just been all day sitting at Van Kauf and I had to do it the next day, and I just felt like, I don't want to go to a concert. Nah. So I didn't. But they were coming back, so I thought, here's a chance. Let's go see them. Well, Julian told me, he's like, oh, you really like them. like They're like Beatlesque, and there's a lot of harmonies and this and that. And I saw them, and they weren't Beatlesque. Harmonies? Also, when I saw Wolf People and Dungeon Plate, the sound was amazing. Like so crystal clear. I could hear everything that was happening on stage. It was just beautiful. And then this concert, which was uh op- the opening band was called the orange kite it's okay. k-y-t-e of course i facebook i said they're not called the E <laughs> orange kite k-y-t-e because okay. that would be too twee that's right but and the okay. o in orange is an actual orange that would be you, you gotta actually much. use the emoji of an yeah. orange when you're yeah.
1: spelling the word orange
0: and so the problem for like those bands for me was that they're all playing like with a really soupy mix and i wasn't familiar with them much like with wolf people but with both people, had the benefit, I could hear what was happening. And these guys, it was just like, woof, with a, you know, and it was kind of like I hear the bass sometimes playing, and the drummer was not very good, and uh, it was okay. The the bass player, she spent all time like kind of staring up at the ceiling, which I do too when I'm on stage. so I don't blame her for that. Because yeah. I have no idea where you're supposed to look. I don't look at people's faces. When you faces. come
1: to our live show, that's what Dave will be doing. I'll be looking up at
0: the ceiling a lot of the time. Yes, it's true. Yeah. Uh, You'll be like, is there a spider? Is there a no, spider? Like what is he, he looking, looking at? at? Yeah. I
1: looking at a spider.
0: And then... And then we saw Temples. And Temples, are uh, okay. Uh, I'm not going to, you know. Okay. I heard one song by them that I really liked called Sand Dance. In fact, I liked it so much I put it on a, a mixtape for someone. Don't ask me who. Someone has it out there. And I really liked that song. And so I, I bought the CD that that song was from. Because I only had it on a on a mix, like a, a compilation CD myself. And their version on the CD wasn't the same version. It wasn't as good as the version on this on this compilation one. So it was really, really a bait and switch. And... Yeah. And the other problem with that show, it was the most unpleasant audience that I've been in for a long, long time.
1: And you've had some drunks leaning on your table and flipping it over. That's fine. I don't mind.
0: Yeah, that's fine. I mean, that's that's okay. These, because that's not, not well, she was kind of aggressive. She did throw a a bottle across the room. That's (laughs) drunken aggressiveness, but she didn't throw it to me, so whatever. But, uh, yeah that is kind of horrible but that was one person this was a room full of people like her Oh. or not even like her just a room full of
2: why were they there were jerks? they there just cuz
1: i wanted have no idea do
0: you drink? know who temples is Nope. i i've never heard them outside of this one song and i was curious to see them cuz they were recommended to me there was like a whole room full of people who were like gung ho for these guys hmm. they were dancing they were they were like they started like a stupid mosh pit in front of like but these guys aren't like a hardcore band or like even like a punkish band they're like a kind of like a uh, bubble glam, like kind of like a huh. like a kind of a kitty glam, sort of a you know, like kind of like a, a nouveau glam band, you know, kind of sound. Hmm. And there's all these like aggressive, jockey guys. So it felt like I don't know the last time I was at a show like that was this terrible it was actually <laughs> The Vines. Do you remember the Vines? Do you remember that band, The Vines? i the Vines, yeah. Okay. Uh they they came to play at the Commodore and I quite liked them, so I thought, well, I'm gonna go see this concert. So we went to see this concert. Well I didn't realize until we got there. And if I'd known it, I wouldn't have gone. But it was promoted by Seafox, which is the worst. Seafox, for well, people who don't I've live in Vancouver. Well, Fox Rocks. Fuck that. Always. Yeah. Well, the world-famous Fox Rocks, actually. I say that on the radio station now. The world-famous Seafox. I don't know why. Okay, here's the nice thing. Let me just say this I guess it's known C- in, in Blaine.
1: Because you brought up Seafox. Here's what I used to like about Seafox. Okay, tell me. It's a local, it's a local radio station. Yeah. Uh, and they used to have a mascot. And the mascot was a fox. Makes sense. And the mascot that was a fox... Yeah. Uh, was getting a little ratty, like quite ratty, okay. like over time. Yeah, yeah, been through some shit. Sure. And for some reason, I guess they rubbed things. the fox's head, mm. but they rubbed the fox's head so raw that it looked like he had a bald spot in the back. <laughs> and it actually looked perfect. It looked like an aging rocker fox that was just showing up at things, trying to oh. still be cool. And then they made the fox young again. It was like, no, yeah. this fox looks like Terry David Mulligan. Yeah. like it had the same bald spot. it was yeah, yeah, yeah. Terry David Mulligan. I mean, people have bald spots. That's going to happen. Yeah, yeah, But like, uh, yeah, it was just funny seeing a mascot with a bald spot. Yeah, yeah. And you you, you all see because it, it was to be the fox would be uh, promoting movies, and so you'd be like okay. in the movie, and you'd be like way yeah, up yeah. in the back, and you're, like the fox is dancing. It's like all I can see is his bald spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also, fuck off! I want to see this movie. Sure. You didn't uh, give me free tickets. Yeah. Why I paid I? for this movie. Yeah. True. Why well, this is the premiere of this movie yeah. that I paid for. So why am I watching a live ad for your damn radio station? Oh, we're going to give away a poster. Not sure. good enough. Yeah. No, give us all something or fuck off because I just paid money to see this and I don't need an ad for your radio station. Anyway, yeah. fuck the fox. Back to you.
0: Yes, because that's... Well, that's the thing. Like, so it's being promoted on the radio station. So you so
1: have a radio show on the Fox, by the way. Sorry about that. I just okay. realized that. Yeah, coconut comedy hour. Yeah, apologies, everybody. Uh, was, that was a fine station, and f- you made me money uh, f- in the 80s. I was a fan of that show. And I,
0: that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> I don't mind the radio station. It's just that when they promote something, mm-hmm. what it does is it attracts their listeners. Yeah. Those are people I don't want to, to have much to do with. Yeah. I spent my life carefully calculatedly avoiding people like that
1: like and here's my theory about this too is okay. they always promote it the most heavily during the morning okay and i'm like oh well these are morning people they're gonna be cranky at night mm, maybe that's they're what not it is ready yeah yeah for this kind of stuff at night no if it was just promoting it at night yeah get night people night people come out they're gonna have a good time morning people uh <laughs> they to work tomorrow <laughs>
0: yeah. well cranky. yeah i wish they'd leave early uh <laughs> Yeah, it was just awful because, cause, well, when it's in the vines, it was just the same thing. It's just a bunch of, like, thuggish guys crash to the front of the stage and then proceed to, like, wildly move around in, in some sort of... Uh, they have some vague idea of what you're supposed to do at a concert, which yeah. is that you smash into each other it's not sincere. at the front of... It. It's, it's, not, just, it's not out of, like, some sort no. of, like, youthful abandon or whatever. It's just like it's like they're mean people it, it reminds me of and this, they're a chance to be mean to each other. It reminds
1: know? me of the Stanley Club uh, riot that we had here a couple of years ago yeah. where... Uh, as we're walking through before the riot occurs, yeah. Me and my wife, we hear people talking, just going, "Hey, they I uh, hear there might be a riot. Hey, you wanna 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 be there for the riot? Yeah. And it's like, well, this is an unsincere riot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's this, right, these guys. <laughs> you guys are pre-planning this riot. You don't know what a riot's about. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that that was where we went. We should leave. Sure. Because this is a riot by people who don't know how to riot. Yeah. That's a very dangerous riot. Yeah, these are and people a mosh who yeah, hit by people who don't how, know how to mosh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, they don't know what no
0: it no is. Good. Like they, so it's just, it's just like a this violent thuggish
1: yeah.
0: great gang of guys all batching into each other and then there's there's women around them that are trying to like you know they have crushes on these boys in this yeah. band and so they want to like jiggle and dance to try and get attention yeah they want to go backstage i don't blame them but these guys are like calling call this mayhem in the front of stage and then you get the classic other idiots these are the people who like also feel like well uh you know it's too bad you're standing here and, and had to sit through the orange kite i'm not going to come down and stand in front of you and enjoy this show which is fine whatever but then, what was hilarious was that people would like stand in front of them. Oh, and they would get so mad. <laughs> How d- I already stood in front of someone. You can't come down here and stand in front of me. This is the space I took up. Oh, this was, was great. These all these concert newbies and oh, it was terrible. But it was terrible. Like I'm just—is this like a papered show? Do they like give away tickets to the show? And this is people I, coming out.
1: I wish. Ugh! I wish that concerts. Of all kinds. Yeah. Comedy, rock and roll. I wish they would just have a little video that would play beforehand and just go, <laughs> hi. Uh, some that's of right. you are new. Yeah. Here's how this goes. Yeah. And just to go, look. If you well, want they to can do know, this once
0: again get the movie. Yeah. No one wants to be a Marvin Mosher. <laughs>
1: that's right. <laughs>
0: just have some guy with his elbows Don't out be smashing people in the thrower. The face. <laughs> <laughs> better yeah.
1: Better. No one wants to be a Sally <laughs> uh, Vomit on the Tabler.
0: <laughs> Wait, that's Veronica Vomit on the Tabler. Sure. Okay.
1: There you go. Whatever you want to be. Come
0: on. You got it. You it's got to be, it's got to have some some sort of. Uh, yeah,
1: just break it down. Just yeah. like, and, and you know, before a concert, no. I'm sorry, before a comedy show, just go, hey, look, uh, I know it sounds like a good idea to just yell random shit during the mm-hmm. thing. Don't. Yeah. I know it sounds like a good idea. Don't. <laughs> no one wants that. Yeah. You know, as you get drunker, just realize you're yeah. louder. Shut yeah. up. Just shut up!
0: They're louder and, and no way funnier.
1: And no way funnier. Yeah, People came yeah. to see this person talk. Mm-hmm. No one paid to see you talk. Yeah. So let them see the show and enjoy the show, and we're all going to have a good time. And yeah. we're all going to have a good, and always end with and we're all going to have a good time. Yeah. Same with a concert. You know, here's how you do it. You want to dance? Don't elbow someone in the mush. No <laughs> one wants that. <laughs> and let yeah, the ladies uh, who want to go sleep with the band or the gentlemen who want to sleep with the band. I don't know. Band members might like that. Uh, go enjoy sure. uh, the band let's backstage be, and have o- a good time.
0: Let's be open-minded here.
1: That's right. Use yeah, protection.
0: Be careful. It's It's uh yeah, it just, it's just too bad. Like yeah, it's just too bad. Yeah. So guys, not, none of you audience members that we're that talking show.
1: about there don't show up to our uh live show. There's, I don't want any mosh pits breaking I'll, out in the front while we're doing our thing.
0: I'm not going to I'm going to st- I had a contest going on at C-Fox for con- tickets to our free tickets to our thing but I'll I'll, t- I'll take that out, down now.
1: Yeah, I made a mistake, and I thought I was doing Seafox, but we're now sponsored by Carfax.
0: Oh, Carfax. I,
1: yeah, which also has a Fox mascot. Yeah, it's true.
0: Yeah. Yeah. The Fax Rex. All Rex. Yeah. Uh,
1: by the way, too many mascots nowadays are owls.
0: What What brought this on? Uh,
1: just watching, uh, there's like uh, Zytal, which is like a, is a go-to-sleep pill, and that's got like an owl, CGI owl, who's like giving but you Wait,
0: a, doesn't that make sense?
1: Yeah, that makes sense.
0: Because when you're sleeping, the owl is goes into your house and steals and, stuff, and
1: uh, he tries to eat your eyes. Yeah, so you're right. And but then they also have for travel, of uh, TripAdvisor. It's also a CGI owl. It's too many. CG- is he CGI owl? Yeah, he's a CGI owl. It's too many CGI owls. Okay. Also, look, Woody, Woody the owl still. Woody. What about
0: Travago? They have like a owl with sort of five o'clock shadow talking.
1: We can get into that guy in a second. Uh, <laughs> Woody owl? owl. There's that it's guy. The okay. A Hooters. He's, they got an owl mascot. Hooters. Too many owls.
0: Hooters was first. I can't take away the owl. Woodsy from was first. Woodsy was less. Give of...
1: a hoot, don't pollute. Came before. Yeah. Show your boobs. Have yeah. some wings. <laughs> <laughs> and don't litter those bones all over anyone's cleavage. It wasn't a very good clean up. Wasn't a very good clean, up. Re- very good clean restaurant. up afterwards. Not a good restaurant. No, it was not. A, it still exists. Yeah, I know. You know. You're putting it in the past tense, buddy. Well, you're living in a. It's no Hooter. longer
0: here. That's the important thing.
1: Again, one uh, real fast story. Um, <laughs> real fast story. Uh, I was, uh, at one point very, very lost. Uh, my bus left me somewhere. I didn't know where it was. Went into a pub. I'm at a payphone. I'm trying to get to, I don't know really exactly where I am and they're describing things. There's a giant, uh, giant stuffed owl next to me. That's like a fake owl, A giant stuffed owl with big, pulsating eyes and uh and i was like there's an owl here i don't know what this is all about <laughs> and uh and i'm given the, as much information and then i like look over and see a little sign i was like oh it's big hooters night <laughs> at the bar uh-huh. that's why the owl's out of course and with his pul- bulging Hoot. tex avery eyeballs yes and i was like Okay, so if you're picking me up, look for the horny owl. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I guess a horned owl. That makes sense. Uh, outside of this with the sign saying Big Hooters. Yeah, I'll yeah. find another place to go. I, I'll <laughs> i stand near something else.
0: So you're using a payphone? I way? was using a
1: payphone. That That's that tells back. you how long ago this story a while is. a while ago. Last yeah. week. Last week. Very, very, very long time ago. So you went, okay, all the concerts, all the things. People, behave yourselves at concerts uh, or you make Dave sad. We, we can make a little yeah. video sometime, maybe, yeah, and maybe we'll just go, like, concert. the rules of being at a concert by Dave.
0: <laughs> rules of edit, the etiquette of being at a concert, yeah. I mean, oh, by
1: the way, speaking of our book, which I we, we were earlier. What uh, book is this, sorry? This is uh, Sparks. Oh. Have you forgotten about it already? So tired. That is some brain damage from the... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Coloring. So uh, they uh, one of the things you got to do is promote the book, and uh, and so the there's a booksellers organization, and they're doing a bit of a hard push for us. Okay, which is nice, nice. Yeah. But uh, because of that, they asked, "Can we get a video? Uh, can we get a video with you talking about the book?" Oh, and nice. And so I was talking to you about that, and it's just like, eh, it's not really what a thing, but we found uh, found a way of doing it. Okay, uh, and uh, it turned out to be a lot of a what you are doing
0: of, is just sneaking up and jumping out at her from behind a corner. What do you think is works?
1: Yeah, how's it work? How's it work? (laughs) Uh, But we ended up going over and and videotaping Nina drawing. Okay. cool. Yeah. And then at the same time, we noticed she has two animals there. Yes. A dog and a cat. Okay. Who won't be named because they deserve their privacy. They do. They Um, do. They do. But Vicky Van, uh, former guest of the show and current uh, sister-in-law of Didn't respect her privacy. uh, Nope. Nope. Not at all. Uh, She took pictures and footage of them and then made uh, kind of animated versions of them talking about Nina's work. Oh. And did a really nice job about it, actually, cool. it turned out. Yeah. Cool. But I had to do the voice of the dog, uh-huh. but I had a huge sore throat because uh, the forests are burning around us, and so I've had an amazing mm-hmm. sore throat. Mm-hmm. And so I found out the only voice that I could do that wouldn't sound, uh, was a southern <laughs> voice, because for some reason I could like do a southern voice.
0: <laughs> well, southern voices, that's why they have that voice, is because of all the smoke in the air down there.
1: Yes, so, uh, for no reason at all, when you, if you ever do see this little video promoting yes. uh, the the b- book, I hope I do. There's, a, I'll I will send you a copy of it. Uh, there's a Southern Southern dog, yeah. who's talking about Nina <laughs> Matsuboto and her drawings. It's <laughs> <laughs> just like, why is this from the south? You're Canadian. <laughs> and the there's do- no justification yeah, for yeah, this. Yeah,
0: and it's kind and of and odd because also a, her dog is a Shiba Inu, right? That's so. right,
1: and a female. A female. Not <laughs> sounding at all like this at all. Well, <laughs> this is a Shiba. She boo eboo, boo <laughs> boobity boo boo boo. <laughs> she boo Get her emu. done. It's time for sing a sing a sing a song.
0: Australian dog. Dingo the sheeboo. Pingo pango. Emu. Yeah.
1: So, uh, oh, but here was the other interesting thing about that. Yes. Uh, was um, I had to lay down the voice, uh, the a meow for a cat. Oh, it was one yeah, of the yeah. things like there's a twist yeah. in the in the uh, in the video where the dog's head comes off and this Nina's cat's oh, okay, there. okay, uh, and I and I do a meow and I go wow. like, meow, yeah. Well, we've got a cat who's uh, we're cat sitting for, yes, and that cat was having none of that business. there really go yeah, Every time I meowed it was like really got offended, <laughs> and was meowing back, and was like, "What's that about?" Yeah, I pissed off.
0: That's funny. That's yeah. funny. Speaking of that, kind of briefly a uh, tangent out of uh, just a little chick talk. Okay. So it turns out that uh, our our chick our chicken noisy uh, thinks uh, thinks that Lisa's talking to her when she coughs because when she arrived oh, okay. when she arrived Lisa's had this bad cough she's had a kind of a lingering illness and so whenever she'd cough we'd hear outside you know it's kind of bawk
1: bock walk, you know she'd like, like excited <laughs>
0: like oh you're talking to me me you're bringing food uh, here's something that I did not know about chickens that I did not want to know about chickens <laughs> oh. but I now know
1: okay chicken facts
0: oh. <laughs> Of all the animals I've ever known, and I've known a lot of animals, like I've experienced a lot of animals, I, when I was a kid I kept a hamster, we had a dog, we had a, we had a, I had a cat, we had right. a cat. it was a kept
1: hamster. It was a kept As hamster. In back, uh, back in day, right. you know, a kept hamster. Sure, sure. Uh, yeah,
0: a geese hamster. And the, uh, we've had like, you know, horses, cows, you know, dogs, I've, been, I've been amongst cats? cats, dogs, goats, whatever, you name it. Goats I've been and around them. And, I've and seen. Sheep better scurry I've seen
1: when you show up in sure. your Surrey, Deer? where you, you never lived in Surrey, though.
0: No, no thanks, Deer, Anything like I've experienced all of their poo. There is nothing more horrible than chicken poo, as far as I've seen of like the poo. Are you saying possibilities. it makes you Dave? It's Are not, you saying it makes you chicken shit? It's. <laughs> I can see why you would want to compare someone in a negative way to it. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Like not only okay, they have two poos. I did not know this. They have like a kind of a so s- the whites and the
1: yolk. No. Okay,
0: go you're, you're mixed up how it works. There's a salt, like they have kind of a solid one. Okay. It's like a solid poo. And you're like, yeah. okay, understandable. Shovel, Shovelable. Chick poo. I can live with that. Okay. And then they have one that's like brown gravy. <laughs> often, <laughs> often they're together in a really disgusting pile uh-huh. that every fly in the world has decided is awesome. And so you've got this little island of poo. in right. another lake of brown gravy. Right covered in flies right. all over our patio right now okay i'm not enjoying this okay. i'm not enjoying this chicken experience i'm not you know before i was kind of patio what's that right why are you letting the chicken on the patio well we have a pet pa- like it's we have a slab like we're, like from our deck there's a staircase that goes down to the patio that connects like the yeah, shop like to a our back gate chicken wire
1: and a little bit of yeah yeah casing. that's supposed to
0: happen i'm not doing this this is this is the kids' thing. They wanted to have a chicken, and
1: kids do love chicken wiring.
0: And so they can. They made the little chicken coop for her. time to get. it.
1: By the way, the kids clean the chicken poo, right?
0: No, they're away. What? Yeah, they're touring. Um, Mary and her friend are touring down in. They're like in Death Valley. No, and no, 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 no. Grand Canyon. No, 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 no. Either they're, they put up the chicken
1: wire. Yeah. Or they clean the poo, and if you can't clean the poo, you yeah. got to put up the wire. Yeah, yeah. You I can't, this is no good.
0: Theoretically, I agree with you. Practically, they're no longer in the country, so uh, there's very little I can do about it. Right.
1: So what you're saying is... Yeah. Chicken dinner.
0: That's <laughs> <Straight. laughs> What I'm saying is... Yeah, I just didn't realize.
1: How long do chickens live?
0: Too long. <laughs> <laughs> it's my feeling. It's my current feeling.
1: I don't know what an old chicken looks like.
0: <laughs> you know what? Because we don't. We don't make them for that. Nope. Like a chicken is not... It's not a natural occurring creature. Yes. Right? So it's not like made for As the world. As
1: says, yeah, the chicken's murder rate is... I think
0: it's like uh, 100%. It's 100%. And those that don't die... By the hand of man, die from the the intention of man. They die from yeah, the fact they that either, they
1: either die we have, a hero or live to become the villain. They live to become. Well, they
0: just live to become like they can't live to become anything because they're not designed for that. They're designed to like fall apart. Like broiler hens is what we have. By the way, they're created be, to get fat.
1: That would be great if they actually did fall apart. Like mm. if the chicken and just constituent a and it just fell apart into the various yeah, yeah. parts. And you were like, well, this is perfect. Time, the time chicken to... breast's here. The <laughs> legs are over here. You don't yeah. feel bad because it died oh, on its own. Yeah. And I, you just fry those up and you have a nice meal.
0: We could dream. We could dream. But yeah. no, it's not quite that easy. It's not quite that easy. It's all about blood and liquid gravy poo. Ugh. I am not. Uh, I am not a fan of chickens right now. No but uh when is
1: uh when is the or the chicken owners back
0: <laughs> thing is is that Lisa, yeah, my wife is a animal lover par par none like there's no one that can like become a, as attached to an animal, so she is like loving the chicken
1: so she's actually started smoking just so she'll cough more because the chicken enjoys that's it that's right
0: she's taken up pipe smoking uh un and unfiltered cigarettes it's like yep. plain, like this raw just like sailor's tobacco yep. just like. The, the most like
1: foul, not chewing her food, so yeah. it's choke on it a bit, and yeah. really just get that cough going, so yeah. the chicken will be happy. We've taken to growing our own tobacco. And you know what? The chicken thinking that her coughing is uh, talking to her. Yeah, that's a stupid chicken, <laughs> right? That's a stupid chicken. They, they don't call her smart enough, chicken. Like when I'm when I'm doing meow, when yep. I'm saying meow, and the cat's responding. Yep. all right, I get you. This cat has had people talking to him sure. his whole life. I can see why sure. meow would offend it. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going. <coughs> and the cat's... you talking to me? No.
0: Yeah, when when I was working uh, non-stop for the coloring uh, project. But, by the way, I just want to say one thing. Because I didn't really... This didn't, didn't come across in what I was saying.
2: Okay.
0: That I super enjoyed doing the coloring oh, project. Oh, wicked. Good. I'm glad. I really enjoyed it. It was a lot of fun. I'm so glad I did it. I'm so glad I lied to Nina. So...
1: The lesson we've learned. The lesson I've learned.
0: Lie. Uh, but while I was doing this coloring project, and, you know, like, I was... Your, color, I was your not, coloring on it is very, very good.
1: Thank you. Yes. Thanks. Uh, by the way, I like the thing Nina put on... Uh, on uh, Twitter, mm. where she, she she's she's good at like pulling kind of the little obscure Simpsons characters. Yeah, and she said she pulled a Leopold on you, which was the character mm. who always looks outraged, but then is very happy with the results. Okay, and yeah, she's like these yeah. colors are nothing like I expected, and I love them. Yeah, it was really sweet. Yeah,
0: that was nice. That was she made it sound like like she reacted, and then it was like a day later that she got back to me. It was in the same email that oh, she okay. said she said this is not what I expected. This is not what I expected. Paragraph break, but I love them. So that was...
1: By the way, it's I, I'm finding it interesting dealing with... Dealing with... But like, uh, I'm in contact with so many people over so many different projects now. Yeah. And I see how sensitive absolutely everybody is to everything. Oh, yeah. Like, uh, for example, this video that we sent off. We sent mm-hmm. this off to Scholastic and got a thing back. Oh, everybody who's seen it so far loves it. Yeah. That's what that's what we got back. Mm-hmm. To which uh, uh, Vicky went, oh, so far. Really? <laughs>
0: That's the thing you pick it up. Oh, out. that's what she picked out. Yeah, she picked, yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, picked yeah, out this yeah,
1: so yeah. far. Yeah, I was yeah. like, ah, there you go. That that's fine. That's finding the dark. There you it. go. Yeah, you can't help yourself. Well done. Yep. You can't help yourself. It's tr- it's a tricky bit of business, but I it do is. that too. Absolutely. It is. Yeah. I'll hear the compliment and I'll just go, no, let's just keep reading. But it's not just reading. that. It's not just that. Because yeah, because maybe in the future we'll have more. I get it. You hate it.
0: Because of the nature of our world now that we don't talk to each other in person, that we just communicate via text and email
1: mm-hmm.
0: tone has become like a hard thing to convey to people
1: right because that dark voice in your head then goes you're, i'll read this for you that's right let me read this for <laughs> yeah. you uh, i love your work <laughs> i love you man. is that really how this was written
0: that's the problem
1: it says you're a failure and no so, one will ever love you because isn't it living living a lie
0: isn't it interesting that when when i think it was ibm brought in emails Like one of the first companies to bring out emails as as an actual International business machine. Yeah. And they discovered, A, they're really inefficient Mm -hmm. compared to phoning each other, which was way more efficient. Like actually calling your colleague and talking on the phone was way more efficient than the time you spent going back and forth with emails. But emails became a more popular way to communicate with each other Mm -hmm. because it felt like you were, you didn't have to actually deal with the personal personalities, which seems weird because you are dealing with the personalities. It's just that you are ignoring the personalities of the people you're dealing with with emails, if you know what I mean. like yeah. you, just, you don't have to deal with the personalities now because you can just send off your comments or your criticisms or whatever and just wash your hands of it. Oh, I've done my part. Fred knows what I think about his stuff now. Meanwhile, Fred is on the ledge of the building waiting to jump out. <laughs> you know, like, is this because you don't, because yeah. emails are. There's it's pluses just, and minuses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's this curious thing.
1: Unless you've been on, you know, the other side of it is you've been on that business call mm. where you do an offhanded joke. Yeah. And you go, shit, I yeah. shouldn't have said that. And there's no take backs. Where in an email. Delete, 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 mm-hmm. delete. Mm-hmm. And there we go.
0: And it was probably confusing, but when we first started doing this thing, I actually insisted on Skyping a couple times to talk with her and talk through some of the stuff that we're doing. Because it was easy, it was easier for me to hear her voice and get what she was talking about right. in a neutral way than when she wrote an email to me. When an email came, I was just like, "Oh, I suck. I don't know what I'm doing. This is the worst. What's happening?" Yeah, yeah you sound <laughs> so, like an artist. Yeah, and that's, so then uh,
1: that's the voice in the artist head, for sure.
0: And so then it was so we talked on Skype. It was a bunch more chatty, and we would talk and we we talk a tiny like five minutes about coloring, and then forty five minutes about. Bunch of other stuff, yeah. right? And they just talk about you know whatever. John Higgins, the Watchman, uh, Killing Joke artist, like, just stuff like that, right? Yeah. Like she's a good
1: person to talk to. Yeah. Sure, of
0: course. And so it was fun. And so, but it helped. So then from then on, I could just email her, and I could understand what uh, things were. You know, I could get the tone of it, right? You don't, you know what I mean? This is mm-hmm. because the way my personality is, I am a, I'm just a, I'm just not a good person to de- talk to, just like without tone. Sure, because I will, I will not get it. I can't even get tone half the time. Mm,
1: maybe emojis would help you. The winking
0: emoji. Huh? <laughs> me to. A little smiley yeah. face.
1: Oh, what's the devil horn emoji mean? That's right. What's the devil horn emoji mean? That's
0: right. Maybe you shouldn't use so much blue, Dave. Smiley face.
1: Devil horn emoji.
0: Devil horn emoji. What is this Hot say?
1: dog. Hot dog. <laughs> Sk- skull. Piece of cake. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't understand.
0: <laughs> I'm so glad that you're going to be able to follow the schedule so easily, piece of cake. She puts on that thing. Oh,
1: actually, that does make sense. Yeah, that makes
0: sense. Yeah. That's right. That's right. That's what I emailed back to her. Dave, can you can you do this many pages a day? Piece of cake. I just, em- I just emojied back.
1: <laughs> but it's actually a birthday cake for I someone. I didn't actually lie. Was someone making an That's I right. wish. <laughs> That's
0: what it meant. That's what I actually meant. That's what I thought the emoji meant. Sure. I wish. Uh, yeah, no, it's... Uh... No, I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed doing yeah, it. Yeah, I'm looking so much forward fun.
1: to you in the future talking to other colorists and, like, sharing stories and just, like, uh, getting a... I guess. Like, hey, what, don't you hate blue? I feel,
0: <laughs> I feel very limited. Like, Nina actually, uh, she, she sent me a link to an interesting thing. It was, like, colorist thing. It had, like a, you know, like, a hashtag. And it was someone would put up an image and various colorists would color it and so everyone could see each other's takes on this. Yes. And what I thought was interesting was that everyone looked exactly the same with minor little tweaks to what they did, but everyone's coloring was pretty much all the same with, as each other's. Like, no one, like, was radically different. Hmm. And I was like, oh, man, I wish I, wish I had time to do that because <laughs> mine would be so radically different because everything you're doing, I don't really like very much in, in coloring. Like, I don't like gradation. I don't, mind gra- I don't mind gradients used in background and stuff like that to kind of, like, heighten the motion or something like that, but I don't like when, like, all the muscles are gradients and stuff like that. Like, I was, why are you wasting your time on that? Like, who cares? The muscles aren't even real. Like, if you look at the musculature on superheroes, they're never, they're never actual, like, real muscles. They're no, just so much made-up stuff. So, you're yeah, just making made up it... up shorthand, yeah. You're just making it more shadows on this made-up stuff. Uh, and so, yeah, I just kind of... I found it irksome. So, then I was, I was like, oh, maybe I will one of these days, but... Uh, and did
1: you color linear, linearly? What does linearly mean? Uh, like, is in, like, uh, page one. Yep. And then you ended with page 180, whatever. Yep, 189, yep. Uh, yeah. I was yeah. wondering, like, when uh, when that's going on, if it's, uh, if it's ne- a better idea, and again, what do I know? But, like, to go, like, page one, and now... The last page. What? Like work your way towards the uh. middle. Because I always think, like, if, you, if you're going to... Because you're always going to end up with a deadline doom, right? Yeah. And there's going to be, at some point, you're going to want to slack off. And if no. you slack off in the middle, no, no. one will ever know. But Because it'll look like you ended with, like, a lot of detail. Yeah, yeah, end. yeah. I always think that with, like, any art. I can
0: think that. You can look at it. You'll see that I didn't slack off, though. Like, I just... No, I know. I kept... I kept it going. I understand. I'm, not I kept it going. I'm glad
1: you picked up on that. those was just like, hey, you're saying I'm slacking off. <laughs> I'm just saying like, as an artist, period. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I understand think, what like, you're saying. Yeah.
0: But what made it enjoyable. Seeing, sorry.
1: I'll just say anytime I see sure. like, a book that I'm doing where I'm doing new characters. Yeah, yeah. It looks radically different from the beginning to the end. And I was like, well, for consistency, I should have mm-hmm. just done page one, last page, work my way to the center. And then like yeah. the middle looks like I really got my act together. That's- but then there's balance.
0: In it's true course. in a way, but here's the thing: at yeah. the very very end of the book, there's a scene that that's repeated twice in the book, okay. or maybe repeated t- twice before this and final scene. My first, she may have accidentally sent you the same. Page my first two, att- my first two attempts at this scene were okay. My final turn, because I had, was coming at it with, you know, 188 pages worth of experience, was the best. But it worked best because it's at the very end of the story, mm. and so. It's like the most detailed, it's like the most exciting version of that. And so it, it adds to the end of the story in the sense yeah. that this is, like the, this is like the most exciting end of the story part of it, right? And so it makes sense that it has that more dramatic part to it. And so in a way, it, it's actually thematically better that I did it the way I did. Personally, the way I'm a linear person, I cannot, I cannot not be linear. So that would be, first thing, my obsessive compulsive disorder would not allow me to, to do it in the order that you're suggesting. Because that would be fucking insane, by the way, sir certifiable but also it gave me the pleasure of reading your story again like i read it several times but i would forget stuff and so then i would come to a scene and i'll tell you what scenes i liked late when we stopped the show i'll tell you some scenes i loved uh i would come or i would be doing like a sequence and be like oh man i can't wait to finish this page so i can see what the next page is (laughs) and i wouldn't open the next page until i was finished coloring that page and it kept me coloring because it it kept me interested in what was to come and so it gave me something to you know so each page was like a, a a little prize so my my gift to myself at the end of this page is I get to see what happens next and I'm really keen because even though I've read it a few times I can't remember now because it was six months ago the last time I like went through the whole story you know and so I then you know I would stop and I would occasionally like go through a whole sequence so I could see what was coming but by the time I got back to coloring and stuff like that and working my way through it I would start to forget things so like the next page would be like oh yeah this part oh this is great you know and so it just it kept me interested. And I feel like if I did it back and forth or colored every, yeah. or even if you did, like to me, it would feel weird. The idea like, just draw everything you like or color everything you like first. Well, that seems wrong because then you color all the stuff that's fun to do. And then you just left yourself with like a, grueling slog but for your finale when,
1: that's when the ocd kicks in you gotta finish, fill those holes i mean that's yeah you got a love and rockets comic here uh, mm-hmm. in front of you yeah and that's the Jaime hernandez method is draw he draws all the fun scenes first and then looks at the page and goes well i gotta fi- i can't stand that this yeah, has yeah. a hole in it so sure. i gotta finish it yeah you know but uh you know he's already motivated himself but by just, drawing all yeah. the pretty girls or whatever he sure, wants sure. to put in there but it just
0: feels to me like you've just made it more grueling for yourself whereas if you just do it however whether you do it backwards or forwards you even out the pages of talking, yeah, or the pages of the similar thing—the nine-page spread sequence that's all the same color—to to, to you know to the this oh this something else is going to come up and it's going to be really exciting because you know we have this static sequence that's happening, so I know that there's going to be like a big burst of something at the end, end of this sequence, and so you're looking forward to that coming, you know, you're not, and so your coloring is kept interesting, and but I found I I enjoyed the whole thing. So. Oh,
1: good.
2: good.
0: There's never a time actually where I was like, oh, this again. Ugh! This old coach.
1: I've been really pleasantly surprised at every step of the way with like your coloring and Nina's art, and just going, "Oh, mm-hmm. that's good." Yeah, and and I, I again, I wrote it so long ago that I can sort of come at it with a little bit of fresh eyes. Yeah, yeah. It was interesting when you the other uh, week uh, had that video about Bathos, and I was like, "Oh, I wonder. I got going to go through this and see if I <laughs> sure, sure. if I undercut anything here or whatever, because it is that balance of mm-hmm. it's definitely like a comedy book, but you didn't. But, it, but it's yeah. uh, but it's got the uh, sadness. At, but Sort of, but, but not, because there's like, there's weird, you may, I was going like, is this just because this element is normal to me? There's like a narrator to this, without yes. saying what the narrator is. Yeah. The narrator is just the weirdest idea, well, I don't say it's the weirdest, I'm crazy with these <laughs> crazy characters. But like, it's it's not your typical narrator, Yeah. okay? And sure. like, you get used to the fact that this is the narrator, mm-hmm. but I'm going like, there's a really like intense scene of like, oh, everyone's at their lowest, yeah, yeah. and it's this. And, uh, and it's like, yeah, but the narrator here is still this thing. That's right. You know, it's like, that's does, what's that important. Under, does that undercut it? It doesn't or undercut it. you earned it because you've yeah. made this character into a full character and now we're used to it and we've forgotten that this is a exactly. bizarre situation. And not
0: just that, when you get to that scene, it's dramatic enough that you forget that the story is being narrated by this character. Mm. So the payoff works, you know, because you, you, you know, you earn it. It's not, and to me, that's not, that's not bathos because you... You don't undercut that drama in the sequence. You know what I mean? Later on, you comment on it, but you don't undercut that dramatic sequence. I that dramatic that. sequence pays off and fulfills itself.
1: Yeah, I feel it's like, yeah, I felt like, okay, this is true to the characters of mm. nothing else. And there can be the comedy.
0: We can talk about it after because I, I, it's hard yeah. to talk about without spoilers. So, but yeah, it's, uh, yeah, no, I, like like you you commented on that video and I, I feel like you were a little offended because he was criticizing Guardians of the Galaxy, your all-time favorite movie. And so you're like, whoa, what? (laughs) Battle Knights are grand. How dare you?
1: Yeah, well, I can take. A, that sounds like me. You can criticize right. Wonder Woman. Was, uh, by but the way, to don't be, you dare. To be, to be fair, I was a Muppet from the 1970s when I was doing it.
0: That's true. You turned Turn to, me. You turned I'm into so Sweetums. Bad.
1: Turned, Hi-ya. That was me. Absolutely, you did a dead-on impression of me. You How turned, could I take offense to that?
0: Of course. You turned into Sweetums. Uh, oh, Sweetums! Oh, Sweetums is yeah. a <laughs> different scary. situation. He was
1: a different scary. He was a scary guy. Bigger guy.
0: Um, so, but. Uh, and I, you know, and I didn't disagree with you. Like, you know, I posted I do think the, video. the Doctor
1: Strange thing. I think the Doctor Strange thing was bathos because it felt like a gag. Yeah, that did. That's right. gag. yeah, and I was, and I agree
0: with you. If it's, and I don't think, yeah, you can still have character-based comedy and it can be pathetic. But I think he was wrong in that situation. But he also he, he brought that up and he also said he didn't think it was uh, bathos. He said it pays off because the character would be that way. So he agreed with you within the video. So. Yeah. I do think character comedy can be pathetic, you know, if you use it in a way that doesn't allow for emotional payoff mm-hmm. and you keep a, keep a guarded situation, no matter what the character is, you know, and that's a, in a way you can have a movie where the character never develops because the writer won't, can't escape this problem of not allowing for growth because you keep undercutting it with humor or keep undercutting the, the growth situation. Yeah. And that is a form, because the... And then you said something like – which I thought was strange because you right, said
1: do it, in, do it in the Muppet voice though. You said, I don't think
2: <laughs> –
0: no, you said I don't think uh, – So you said something about uh, character – or something about Lego Batman wasn't parody.
1: Lego Batman – did I say Lego Batman wasn't parody? No, he said
0: character – portrayal of characters can't be parody or something like that. I can't remember exactly what you said. Oh,
1: okay. No. Well, it sounds, sounds like it. Really but it was just a – All right. What was oh, your no, – you no, no.
0: Tr- you said playing with tropes is not parody. Playing with
1: tropes is not necessarily parody. That's the definition
0: of parody, by the way. What? Playing with tropes? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Taking like, like if you parody something, like say you're going to decide you're going to be, I'm going to like make, make fun of this way of writing, the way way this person writes a book. Mm -hmm. What you're going to do is you're going to accent, say you're going to make fun of Kurt Vonnegut. Okay. You're going to like, you're going to exaggerate his style, elements of his style, his like, so it goes. You're going to have that through, said every second word or whatever. So it goes, you know, so so it goes, so it goes, so it goes, you know, that's. So you're taking a trope, a style, a style cliché of of Vonnegut, and you're exaggerating it for for comedic effect. No, 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 no. no. Okay,
1: well, let's look at the exact example that was used there, Yeah, which is, all right, so, uh, you got your Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Like, we must fight this thing. Yes. And everyone stands up. You have my sword and my axe yeah. and my bot. Yeah. That's the straight version. Sure, yeah. Now you have it with with uh, Gardens of the Galaxy. You know. Uh, but that's well, not, he's
0: not talking about parody there. He was talking about Lego Batman when he talked about parody.
1: Okay, but let's talk about these two uh, things. Sure, as an that's example. fine. It's not what he's meant, but not okay, what he's about. Let's but okay, but let's talk about these two examples then. Okay. So he says, because he did mention the standing up as like an example of bathos and the undercutting on there. Okay, go ahead. All right, but let's just use the too because sure so uh so it's the standing up we're standing in a circle we're all going to go fight yeah you'll see that in every uh uh, fast and the furious movie you see you know whatever so it's all them standing up yep and then it's uh it's the acknowledgement of you know now we're standing in circle like a Mm -hmm. bunch of idiots yeah yeah. okay yeah that's not and that is not a parody that is a comment on yes the trope and that's what I feel with Batman okay. did was they didn't necessarily do a parody of it because they're actually using Batman. What they're doing is they're commenting on the trope and going like, this is what Batman would do. He's dark. He's brooding. Yeah. And now there's a comment on, you miss your parents. No, I don't miss my parents. And that's, you know, it, it, I guess. It's parody. Well, what's parody? Parody to me is. To, see. Parody to me is like uh, you know like the scary movies thing or airplane or something like like that where you're doing the direct where you're doing the direct thing and then you tweak it a little bit. But you can have a sophisticated parody. So it it has the the opposite effect. So instead of Superman looking strong doing what he's doing or like like a hero, he does the same thing but now he looks like a bully Mm -hmm. because he's punching a guy and knocking his jaw. Sure. So. But if you
0: but yeah but if you were.
1: Whereas, whereas, like, something like the Guardians thing is actually yeah. in the reality of that universe sure. still. But I guess parody, to me, feels more over the top and, like, no, it takes you have to out be. of the reality. It doesn't have
0: to be, though, because parody can be a subtle thing, too. Hmm. Like, it just depends on the, who's doing again, it.
1: Again, you know what we're getting into here, and this is something they talked about recently on the History of Comedy. Yeah. It's the, it's the parody versus satire. And parody feels like you're doing a commercial parody, you know, uh, so it's going to be... You know, it's 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 the it's the beer uh, that you pour, but now it looks like the Heinz ketchup, and yeah. it's coming out really slow. And so that to me is a parody, mm-hmm. but it's not satire, and it's not commenting, and it's not reality. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know how where you'd put like a uh, you know if you if you, if you were commenting on something about the ketchup and how that's actually annoying and not a plus, and you could actually do it within the reality of like a movie or something and how this pisses you off, you know, and set it up like it's going to be the commercial. I don't know. Again, I might be talking out of my ass here but yeah because it doesn't have like I, I think mad magazine when i think of uh parody yeah that's and like, that's
0: that's parody for kids you know and there's different forms or of ma- parody it was
1: kind of mainstream ones all right or or, or lash lampoon
0: okay it's main, it's parody for teens or young adults okay. mad magazine like mad
1: Mad magazine would but actually you also have could have like, you know Uh, I'm the godfather, and I want a blah, 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 but I also want a blah, blah, blah. But I think this, but I also like this, and I'm actually just telling you directly what the fucking thing is. And then here you go. And it's it's setting it all up. up.
0: There's a Peter DeVries book, and I can't... This is the second time I brought up Peter DeVries in the last little while. I can't remember the title off the top of my head now, sorry, but the the whole book, chapter by chapter, is a parody of different author styles of his generation. So there's a John Markand chapter, there's a John O'Hara chapter, there's a John Steinbeck chapter. It's all a lot of Johns. Yeah. It's all Johns. Book is, the book of Johns. That's what it's called. Uh, it's all. But you know, so each. But they're not like super broad, crazy. You know, he's just writing in that person's style, and it's parodying. It's parodying that style, but it's not Mad Magazine style parody. It's a. It's a novelist. I guess I've I've done both parody.
1: I've done both. You know, one is just your straight parody, and mm-hmm. it feels like when you're. So it's so like a commercial parody. Sure. And what you're getting out of that is uh The audience acknowledges. Oh, we get this. We know what you're talking about. Ah, mm-hmm. oh, there's a twist at the end. Ah, uh, we yeah, all yeah. enjoy it because it took us in a different direction. And and that's kind of what comedy is. You expect something's coming, sure. and a different thing comes. Ha ha! We laugh. We yeah. have fun. Yeah. Uh, and then there's you know satire, which is you could do that same thing, but you mm-hmm. throw a commentary into it. And it's like, oh, you know, the thing they're advertising. Oh, that's the opposite of what I should really want. This these values are are shit. Yeah. That's not that's the thing. But something like in the Guardians movie, it feels like. Um, it's not. It's not a satire, and it's not a parody. It's. It's an acknowledgement of the trope, well, and it's a commentary using what the characters would realistically say. Sure. Because you have set but that let's, up. But let's on talk about what he itself. was actually
0: talking about in that situation, okay, which was not that scene. All right, go ahead. It was the scene uh, of the characters all standing in a heroic pose, and then Mantis being hey, the hit yeah, being right. hit in the head by by something. Right. Which is something I didn't like in the film when okay. I saw it. I didn't like that scene at all. And that's why, because it it under undercuts that moment in the film. Fair enough. Because yeah. it's a heroic moment, and then they undercut that heroic moment with something hitting someone in the head. It's, here's, here's, and it's not that funny. You're just kind of like, meh.
1: Here's the bit that I don't like about, about that scene, is because in the trailer, they have that same scene, but yeah. they have a different joke at the end. I'm like, oh, you had multiple jokes. And whenever I hear that you have multiple jokes or multiple responses to the yeah, same yeah. scene, I go, well, this scene wasn't important. Yeah, yeah. Because it's like, they should just have the one Or you improvised you it. Or something, yeah. Yeah. Let's, do a so let's just do a little thing
0: here, because let's think a little fun of. Uh, let's do some fun takes
1: on. Mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm.
2: And I. Uh,
1: yeah. Whereas it's a, it's such a delicate balance because like something in the gardens, like the, I watched the Guardians of the Galaxy movie again last night because I uh, you can download it now legally, <laughs> legally I tells you. How
0: many times have you seen that
1: film? I've now seen it four times. Hmm. Um, it twice in the theater, once uh, when I was on the road in a. Oh, hotel. How have you seen it as
0: many times as I have? What? Uh, I said, how have you seen it as many times as I have? It feels like you've watched a lot more of that. Oh, are you
1: talking about Guardians of the Galaxy 2? No, one. One? Oh, that one, probably 50.
0: 50 times? Probably. When okay. it's on, I'll watch it to the end.
1: It's okay. like Jaws. Okay. It's a movie, like, I'll just keep that's, watching when it's that's on. That's more
0: than I've seen it. Yeah. By a, by about a percentage but the of, second of movie, ten, ten, um, 10 times. the
1: second movie is a bit of a trick because... It's uh, it's it's setting up. I'm not going to spoil things, but there's a lot of like heavy melodrama, mm-hmm. like like the mm-hmm. very the very ending is heavy melodrama. Yeah. that you have to you have to earn that so fucking hard through this movie, and I think they do, and they do, yeah. but they do through a lot of character based comedy. That's fine. You you have to you have some characters, oh, yeah. and you grow to you grow to care about them mm-hmm. through through you if, know. This but kind
0: of thing. the problem would be in a movie like that is, and if, your most
1: extreme characters too. Yeah, characters that are so beyond that mm-hmm. you're like, well, these aren't the characters that you would do this with. Yeah, but, yeah. but they earn it. Yeah. and it pays off.
0: Yeah, you can do it in a second movie because you've earned it in your first film too. Yeah, you have that's characters true. that characters that you've established that you can now have payoffs for. True, but because they wouldn't have worked in the first film. Probably...
1: no but the but the first film is about the journey of the main that's character that's right you know what i'm saying the like, second film you're yeah. allowed to play with the journey of a, of a right, side character that's right cuz you've introduced
0: the characters and yeah. so that we're familiar with them we have but yeah the second where, film you
1: can talk about Lois lane and what she wants
0: where a film that goes wrong is when it starts making the character it starts to buy jokes but at the expense of the characters, mm-hmm. so the characters are doing things outside of their character in order to get a joke. Yep, that's when it starts to f- the wheels fall off. That and I'm going to bet
1: Justice League will have that. Mm. I'm going to bet you dollars to donuts that's what's going to okay. happen with that. Sounds like a fair exchange. That you're going to see, uh, you're going to see scenes that you go, yeah. these are very cool scenes that in no sure. way cut together to, mm-hmm. to make a character arc."
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, it, like, yeah, his point, what he called pathetic in that situation was the rock hitting mantis and that's fair yeah. and i think that's a fair comment yeah. on that scene because it's 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 a cheap cheap laugh at the expense of a moment of an emotional moment of t- where the team comes together right and you and that's a moment when you should have like absolute seriousness this is us this is it maybe the the raccoon character could could say something kind of snide snide comment because that's him and he needs to be emotionally guarded right but the the slaps a gag there isn't really doesn't the bigger really problem
1: work. with that with that joke isn't you know the one character doing the eh yeah. b- the bit yeah it's like oh this is a character who's kind of like a very kind innocent character yeah that's right who doesn't deserve, doesn't deserve a rock. okay so that's yeah. that's one thing yeah, yeah so because they don't deserve it yeah um the other characters around should react to her yeah and be like are you okay that's right you just got hit by a rock yeah yeah and we're characters that are nice mm-hmm. that would actually Care. give a fuck that you just got hit by a rock. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, I, unless yeah. for some reason, you know, uh, they consider her to be the sidekick of the villain mm-hmm. or some such, in which sure. case it's fine.
0: And you know? so the author of this video was making a point, not expensive Guardians, but more of the expense of the scene from Doctor Strange. Right. And what he felt was... A,
1: a general a ten- problem with the Marvel movies. A
0: tendency in those movies to, to undercut drama with humor. Mm-hmm. And because... Because they come out of this Joss Whedon school of writing and Joss is gone now and maybe the people who are trying to walk in his footsteps don't understand how great of a tightrope walker he was between drama, yeah. between earned drama and earned humor based in that, you know, kind of straddling that drama, yeah. you know, and they don't have the quite the, the, his ability to, like, find the humor in a situation and have character payoff, Though he does. And also he, have. He
1: bring, oh, so, so go ahead, please. No, no, you go ahead. So. I was going to go, like, uh you know, he does bring up the uh, shawarma scene, which is a Josh Whedon scene. Yeah. You know, so it's a, it's a moment of great crisis and, you know, uh looks like this character's dead and things happen and then da-da-da-da and the uh, world and uh, then there's a talk about shawarma. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you know, and it seemed like he but had a, I, he had problems with that. He mm, felt the problem. I don't.
0: The, I didn't really pick that up there. We see tonight. to
1: me that was that brings the characters back to being human. Yes, again. that brings the characters back and, to being and human. And the problem for sure. with the with those characters is these are crazy ass fucking characters. Yeah, you had better humanize them as much as possible with the smallest things. Yeah. constantly. Yeah, because otherwise I'm going to go. Well, the Hulk makes no fucking sense. Yeah, yeah. There's no uh, Iron Man makes no sense. This yeah. is a god here. Why is that spy and the guy <laughs> with the arrows? This is crazy. Yeah. No. Yeah. Y- y- can't uh, you can't have this many crazy sure. characters going around? Yeah, yeah. you got to ground it with, you know, some personal thing or talk mm-hmm. to each other or talk, yeah. uh, make it. Or something people
0: share in their lives, and yeah, that's, and that makes it makes makes it more real. you can't for... make it absolutely real because the whole thing is not real.
1: Yeah,
0: but you can make it seem familiar to us as the audience. And his what he was and the reason he wrote it was because he had w- seen Wonder Woman, and what he liked about Wonder Woman was the fact that, that the director of Wonder Woman, whose name I can I don't know, had right, sorry, basically know. made made it an edict on the set that cheese was okay. That no one could say, Well isn't it kind of cheesy? Or isn't this kinda of like mm-hmm. too much? And her feeling was, no, it's not too much. This is drama. This is yeah peep. this is like serious moments in this movie and we have to treat the moment seriously. You can't mm-hmm. undercut you can't And yet she does. You can't be scared of your own of your own character. And
1: she does to the po- she does undercut it to the point where it ruins big chunks of the movie. Such as? Such as every time Etta Candy is on uh on screen. But it's not affecting Wonder to, Woman's character. Yes, though. it fucking does. How so? Uh because anytime at because how how you show Wonder Woman. Yeah. If you only show Wonder Woman interacting with men, yeah. you've missed the point of Wonder Woman. Yeah. Because you know, she's she's grown up with all these women. You know, they're all very strong women. Yeah. But they're all kind of the same type of strong woman. Mm-hmm. So now we're gonna have her in the real the quote unquote real world. Yeah. Okay, who's the only woman she really talks to? At a candy. Yeah. And at a candy is nothing but comedy relief. Hmm. she says nothing sincere yeah she's just joking constantly and you never know does etta like wonder woman is she i think she feel bad about her body around wonder woman i think does wonder woman does wonder woman help her feel good about her body you know or like or does wonder woman just go i don't fucking why does
0: it yeah or why does it matter
1: it does matter because if if uh, etta candy is like oh i wish i looked like you that is something wonder woman would fucking address Right away. And it's like, well, I don't want to make you feel bad by me dressing up and looking all like this. Yeah. You're my equal, you're my sister. You know, uh, what's her relationship with Etta Candy? It fucking matters. But she doesn't give a shit about Etta Candy. Mm. She just cares about Steve yeah. and all these other dudes <laughs> who she goes out with. Yeah. And then she leads them into battle, which is fucking great. Yeah. But then it's like, now she's got a thing with uh, Dr. Poison. Oh, this is another woman. Are we going to have a scene between the two of them? The fuck we are. She's just going to interact <laughs> yeah. with all these dudes. Yeah. Okay, but that's not bathos, and I'm not talking about. That. That's just the problem with the film. Yeah. But like, that Etta Candy is just... Unrealistic comedy relief shit through the whole thing. Yeah, that's that's a big problem. That I undercuts, 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 undercuts.
0: I, th- I kind of thought her character was supposed to be like the reaction of staid, you know, Edwardian England. I guess it was still Edwardian England when, when during World and War One.
1: That could have been an angle to take, and she could have had a little journey, and she could have learnt that she could do more, she does, and she could stand up to Steve but, or but something. Maybe and not be a but who is the
0: but who is the hero who who. Uh, Hits a person in the back of the head in the alleyway during the fight. It's not Wonder Woman. It's not Steve. It's Eddie Candy.
1: Right. She stumbled. She, yeah. The person's running. Boom. And she does that. That's no, no, no. right. She but does... that's within the first couple of seconds of like us. That's like the first scene we meet her in. So she doesn't go on a, a journey. No, no. It comes later, doesn't it? Does it? it?
0: Yeah. It comes after the shopping sequence and stuff like that.
1: Okay. fucking shopping sequence. Oh, the shopping sequence. I didn't mind that
0: stuff. I thought that was fine.
1: It's fine if you...
0: Because you I want a little bit of fish out of water th- parts of a film. Yes, you do. But you and, need you need a, a and you need a reactive then character to you need a reaction
1: her. from the woman who's selling Wonder Woman the thing. Yeah. She's reacting to her in a certain way. And maybe yeah. the woman who's selling her the thing is looking at Etta Candy and just going, this isn't for you, dear. This is for her. There's lots of shit you could do that's character wise, that, that yeah. works, that's comedy. Mm. Instead, it's just Edda doing literal jokes yeah. through the whole fucking thing. And I forget how Etta fights that guy or if she just hits she hit- him in the face with a thing. No, he
0: hits, she hits him in the back with a Sword or something like
1: that that's on Clangs the ground. Flings him on the yeah, it, but it's a that's fine. But it's a moment of heroic her yeah, moment fi- for her. Yeah, I'm fine with that. That's totally that's totally. Seem to have
0: forgotten about in all your uh, dislike of a character. <laughs>
1: There's one goddamn good thing to her. That's it. And that's a, that's a, that's like a big problem to me. It's like that's where you threw the comic. Is
0: it a problem with the actress? They should have cast no, a different person? No, she's a
1: good actress. I liked her yeah. in Shaun of the Dead. Uh, I liked her in The Office. She's yeah. got good timing. Sure. She can play different levels. Yeah. But they just have her through the whole thing just going, ooh, oh, look at you. Ooh. It's yeah. like
0: Yeah. Just, it's, a, it's a pretty corny character. Yeah. You're right. I agree with you. So
1: the answer is uh, I'm right.
0: I wonder if they put her in like that so that it doesn't undercut Wonder Woman's character. It's weird. I agree with you. It's sort of strange, like the idea that... You don't wanna, I don't want to undercut Wonder Woman's character, so we'll have to have, like, a jokey woman
1: Yeah, there's two other companion. women in the movie besides the perfect Amazon women. Yeah. And, like, one is uh, just comedy relief. Yeah. And one is a villain who never gets really to do anything villainy. Sure. Because she's just the subservient person to the other person, but then gets, you know, her and Wonder Woman have a thing at the end where she feels kind of sorry for her, or, you know, it's whatever. Yeah. You know, she's got scars. It's fine. <laughs> How'd you get them? I don't know. Who fucking cares? Yeah, I yeah.
0: know. It's not a... It's not a. It's not a great uh, film.
1: It's got some really good scenes. Has some pretty good scenes in it. It's got a much more. It's got a much better scene. That it's got a good uh, yeah. actor at the lead. Sure. she's really good. And uh, and I'm they treat forward the to and her I, other things. Yeah, I think
0: his point was they treat the character seriously. Like there's never a time in the movie where Wonder Woman is not true to her character there's no time where she like slips in a mud puddle and falls down
1: yes yeah, when he was showing the scene from um, amazing spider-man 2 which is one of my not amazing spider-man 2 but spider-man 2 which is one of my favorite movies yes you know and he's like having the glasses drop to the ground yeah yeah and you know he's getting his powers back and he's whatever and it's like oh yeah it would be interesting to see that parallel to say superman 2 where superman does the same thing and mm. gets his uh, yeah, gets yeah his powers back
0: yeah it's a well it's a great It's a great movie moment, and because it is sort of a cliche now, it is tempting to undercut it. Because you feel like, everyone's done this. We need to do something a little different to kind of make it funny.
1: Though he's done what he did, like, earlier... Was he did the same basic scene, but did put the comedy in, so that when he did that scene and took the comedy out, it had the impact, yeah. which I think is what the Marvel movies usually do: is they save their oh scene for the last yeah. by undercutting it throughout. Like there's the scene in that same movie where Spider-Man's uh, swinging on the web, going "I'm back, I'm back," and then the hits a wall, falls should have killed him lands on cars and goes yeah. my back my back which find me a cornier joke than that oh, that's good right but th- that's why it works later when he's got the powers
0: I, you know what i've seen that movie once
1: That is. i worth need seeing to a second
0: i need to time. watch it again i went and saw we went and saw a midnight preview back in the days when those were exciting mm-hmm. nowadays like nowadays reference is like eh, another one
1: yeah yeah i think the problem is you don't have to see fox fox anymore we dancing don't have, in front of things we, i think he may have been there for that that is possible
0: maybe yeah hey guys you ready for this movie i don't even know what it is but i'm really excited for you that you're seeing it
1: oh i will do some uh, i will say there was too much bathos probably in spider-man 3 i think there was a lot of undercut things and it didn't uh let things play out at all there so it never got the traction
0: my name's tiffany manners i do the morning show i'm really happy you guys all came to see the movie you're all excited to see superman two? <laughs> Woo! Yeah.
1: Okay. I now want to see if we can get uh, the Fox to sponsor our 300th podcast.
0: Yeah, that'd be really great. We'll have someone come and they'll yell to the audience, you guys all ready for the show tonight? You guys all ready? It's going to be awesome. I'm going to leave right after I speak to you guys because i got to get up at six in the morning for the show. But hey, don't worry. It's going to be great.
1: You know, Here's here's something, and, and I might be asking a little bit too much here. Um, in past uh, anniversary shows, Nina has uh, Nina Matsumoto. We've brought her up many times on the show. She's done some wonderful things for us. She did a fold in piece of let's art. Us, let's just let's say for yeah,
0: Nina. We know you've been busy, so don't worry.
1: No, I say worry. So, Nina, uh, I know you did like this <laughs> folded piece of art. That was gorgeous. That was great. Yeah, you've done s- Brilliant. Uh, you've done statues for us. They've been beautiful. Yeah. Here's what I'm going to ask. You got a couple of weeks. Uh, here's what I'd like you to do. Could you do a full mascot outfit of Sneaky Dragon for us <laughs> so we can have him dancing like in front of the uh, thing? Sure. If you could just build that for us.
0: Yeah. That's all we ask. Yeah. Not very much.
1: Yeah, I don't think that's we too don't much ask to ask.
0: We don't ask for a lot from anyone. No. We're the least demanding show. Right. I think. Oh, my gosh. What? Let's not forget that we have we have a listener story. I know. Okay. Oh yeah.
1: Whew, I I'm d- trying to get us a mascot outfit.
0: Someone. So anyway, uh, sorry.
1: Listen, uh, if you could just make that mascot outfit for us, and just make it uh, like so that it could fit Dave. <laughs> Why me? Why not you? Uh, you, you? Just you just seem like more dragony than me. So anyway, uh, if that. you could uh, make it able to fit Dave. Just the full outfit. Yeah, I, I know you're going. Like, should I make the wings? Eh, it can make the wings or not. That's up to you. I, that's uh, how I feel about drawing don't them. Don't worry about putting the blood uh. on the fangs. I know it's a little thing. Oh, you know what? Put the blood on the fangs. Yeah, I have to. You're have the a blood. perfectionist.
0: Every time you see Sneaky Dragon, he has he has come from freshly killing a maiden.
1: Now, should the mouth open and shut? That is up to you. That's your call. Yeah. Make sure that the tail's nice and long.
0: Ideally, I should be able to see either out of the mouth or out of the neck.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Or or out of the butt. <laughs> Or out of the butt. Yeah. Okay. So there you go. So if you could just make that for us, that'd be great. We'll talk to you more. We're, we're seeing <laughs> wait, you. Wait. 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 We're wait. We're having wait. dinner with her anyway in a couple of days. That's anyway, we'll true. talk more about that. We'll then. talk more about that. She'll then. be. I'm uh, sure she's fine with it. Sure. You sure. made the statue, right? So just do that, but like in cloth.
0: Yeah, cloth, uh, furry cloth.
1: Right. And if you need to, like, Fuzzy say, cloth, if you so need so. to uh, stuff elements like the tail with like feathers, uh, Dave's got access to a chicken.
0: I have a lot. Of, I have a lot of feathers. So I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy to get them as much as you want there you are any means necessary okay
1: so we're coming we're coming near the end which means we've saved the best for last it's an hour and a half
0: save the best for last Uh, you you vamp
1: oh okay i'm gonna vamp have you listened to it you didn't listen to it no i like listening to it on the show Oh, okay so you get my hot take on it
0: all right everyone so this is uh as we said earlier in the show this is from uh marcus harwell and uh pal of the show pal of the show and uh, marcus had this story for us and so i'm gonna play it now please enjoy
3: in the grand tradition of giving twofer's for stories is twice a tradition, this is the secret origin of how I discovered Sneaky Dragon and also how I became obsessed with and am apparently still associated with Dave Zimm and Cerebus. I was never really that into superhero comics, but in late 84, I randomly went with a friend to a local comic shop that had kind of an indie vibe, and in the middle of the store in Iraq were some is laid out in a row. I picked them up, they look pretty cool. I bought issues sixty four and sixty five and took them home. And I wasn't the comics as much, but I was really into books and reading, and man was there a lot of reading to do in Cerebus. Notes from the President and the book is pretty wordy on its own, endless letter columns, etc. So I decided I have discovered the ne plus ultra of comics. And I went on from there. I never stopped collecting Fast forward 10 years, it's the mid-90s, I am co-self-publishing my own comic book on one of my first trips to Comic-Con. On a random trip around the convention floor, I chance upon a young Canadian man who is promoting his own comic books, uh, The Collected Eye, and I bought them because they're hilarious. I want to say I met David at the same time, but the only evidence I have of that is a copy of Rounders around here somewhere, so maybe not. Fast forward almost 20 more years, I'm not doing my comic book anymore. Dave Sim has gone a little out there. I've been obsessed with Canada since junior high. I mean, there's Rush and Cerebus and SCTV and on and on. And I'm randomly friends on Facebook with Ian because you can't not be friends with anyone and everyone you've ever had any contact with. And When I discovered that there was a show about Canada and life in Vancouver and pop culture and all kinds of the nerdy things that I was into, I was instantly sold. And every now and then I get to make references to what was once the seminal comic book story in my life.
0: There we go. Cool. That is really great. I, I do like that story. I like that. That would have
1: been the alternative press expo. I would. Yes,
0: think. that was '94. I believe we. Yeah, went. the only
1: other thing I could think that would be would be like a Spirits of Independence thing, but I think it would probably be like uh, Ape more than likely. We did the Spirits of
0: Independence. Yeah, but Ape. Yeah, Ape was the first thing I took. My, took rounders to. I finished it. I think I actually was stapling them together in the in our motel room. Right. I had a. And then you bag. handed
1: it to a young Ed baker who went, "This gives me the idea for the Winter Soldier." Come on, <laughs> fuckers! And then he turned and he made a million dollars. Well, I yeah. Good for him. Good. Very good for him. Good for him. No, that was uh no that was I'm, I'm, again when I hear like '84 I'm just like what was on the stands at that time? What would have been on the? '94 oh '84 84, '84 in there. Yeah, well, for
0: Cerebus, up. yeah, for Cerebus. It's funny because with Cerebus, I read about it in a in, in the old days. When they would have like a a a weekend magazine in in the newspaper, Mm -hmm. like an insert, I read about Cerberus in this weekend magazine, and I thought, that sounds really interesting." Because I do like comics, but I don't like superhero comics, and I'm kind of like adrift in a world. I'm just left with Richie Rich and Archie, and Scrooge McDuck. But I never really liked Scrooge McDuck for some reason. I didn't really like like Duck Comics all that much, and so I just had these like and Tintin. So I had Tintin and Asterix. Which seemed like they're for people my, more people my age. And then Archie and Richie Rich are sort of like guilty pleasures in a way.
2: Yeah.
0: So I read about Cerebus and I was like, oh, that sounds really interesting. And so I guess I was downtown one day and I went into Golden Age Collectibles and I found a Cerebus. And it was the one, it's during High Society and it was one where the maid was peeping in the keyhole and Cerebus was talking to the, to the uh, Regency elf. And it was about, it felt like it was about 15 pages of comics, no dialogue, or very little dialogue for about five dollars i said not for me not for me i just couldn't bring myself to pay as much as a record cost yeah and i loved records and i would i love records so much that i would not even eat like if i went with friends into vancouver they would all want to go to mcdonald's for lunch and right. i would not eat there because if i didn't eat at mcdonald's i could have enough to still buy another record buy a
1: Record, and then you would eat the record you were i would so, so
0: hungry so hungry uh, and so, yeah, it just didn't seem economical to pay that kind of money for for a comic book. It wasn't until a few years later on on from there that I started to actually buy comics that i started i could somehow I was making enough money that it seemed uh economical to buy cerebus amongst other comics
1: i think i, I think I started to buy it because of the parodies ironically mm-hmm. of like popular uh characters and like a Wolverine, yes. and stuff like that uh and, and, and then it was like so hard to find all the back issues back then. Yeah, and then uh, what ended up happening was they started reprinting them as like bi-weekly so I started catching up on that but even that was very expensive Mm -hmm. and then uh, this comic shop started going out of business and started selling them for really cheap like back issues where there would be a lot of two for one back issue sales or three for one back issue sales and I was like Give them to me, brother. Yeah. and uh, and I started filling in the gaps. I never read it linearly, you know. And so it was like, oh, that makes sense. Oh, that's who that character is. Oh, what's over here? Oh, okay, over <laughs> there. And then, yeah, I never really got the phone books. You All never right, bought not them, really? know And uh, yeah, I, I think I there might have been a couple of phone books at the library, and I might have taken them out at some mm-hmm. point. I, but that's about it.
0: I bought High Society.
1: But by the way, I like Marcus's comic. From back then, too. Yes. I thought that was a, a great good matter. Book, yeah. I don't think I've ever uh, uh, said that on the show, but yeah, good stuff. Yes. Either doing... that? is that available online now, Marcus? Can yeah, you let see us that know. Web wise, you can, you can. Can you see that web wise? Go to on our the web. Co- go to our comments wise. board.
0: Uh, it's funny, yeah. So we were at, we Ian and I, we spent a lot of money, a lot of nineteen nineties money, to go down to to uh, down to San Jose.
1: Where'd that money come from? I don't know. I but, have no idea. I don't too. know because I was not making a lot of I... money. Somehow we afforded plane tickets. We could afford plane tickets. How was that possible? We flew we from. Must have killed somebody. We
0: drove down to Seattle. Yeah. I drove us down to Seattle, and we. Parked. That I can sort of see. Yeah, but even that. And we caught an Alaska Airlines trip or flight down to San Jose. Right. And then we were picked up at the airport by one of the people who worked for Slave Labor Graphics. That's right. I'm sorry, I don't remember his name now. It was a long was time very ago. Nice, uh,
1: he was a great guy. Yeah. Great guy. Took us to a little slave labor thing afterwards. Yeah, yeah. Showed us the shark tank. He
0: drove us past the hockey because he knew we were from Canada. Yeah, uh, you about, like hockey, right? Yeah, you're we from. You, half of us do. Half of us do. Half of us are fans. And then, uh, yeah, he drove us past that. We went to to the uh, the, the thing that stay, sticks in my mind to this day was we went to the comic book store. which was, was it also called Slave Labor? The comic Might book store? Might have been whatever it was called. He took us there and there was a, there was a Mac computer that they used for their store computer and it had all this, it was open and it had wires coming out of it. Like wires coming out of it going to like the printer and things like that. Mm -hmm. And I said, what's with the computer? And he said, oh, this was, this guy's version of the Mac 2 and, and, uh, Apple didn't want to use it so he quit and took the prototype with him and he he gave it to us. (laughs) So that was kind of cool. So I was looking at it I was like, oh, that's really neat. Um, so, yeah, it was like the box kind of, but he had, I guess, whatever he had for it, I guess they didn't want, I didn't disagree to whatever the, the on his idea of what the design should be and stuff, and so, yeah, he just left in disgust. Yeah,
1: and a later ape, I uh, met the, I think, the Bongo people, or was that that one? I'm not sure which no, one it was. No, you
0: met them this, the time I didn't go. You met them the oh, next okay. year, because I couldn't go the next year, because we just I had...
1: Met, uh, Terry Delagine, who would be my editor for many, many yeah, years, who still yeah. works there, uh, and uh, uh, another, another fella, who's uh, Scott... Uh, Scott uh, Gimple. Yes. Yeah. And uh, he uh, went on to uh, do many, many things. Uh, did a, a really good uh, animated series called Fillmore. That was kind of like a kid who um, uh, was a hallway monitor, but uh, treated it like it was a film noir. Okay. A kind of cop show. Really oh. good. If you get a chance to see that, they're really good. Uh, and he did some comics, and now he is the uh, showrunner, or one of the main showrunners on Walking Dead. Hmm. Yeah.
0: Interesting. Uh, so one of the people who are shaping the, the direction of shaping, the show.
1: Shaping the zombies. Uh, shaping the, shaping the z- zombies' journey through America. Yes.
0: Yeah. Interesting. Uh, yeah, that was fun going down to Ape. We had very little money. We could afford the plane ticket. We paid for our motel room. Anytime
1: there were snacks, we'd be there. We did not. We, we didn't, went to anywhere there yeah. were snacks. I don't think we're we... are having a party. What is going on? Yeah. Chips? Good. See you. How are you doing? This, There's a comm- yeah, yeah. This Yeah, yeah.
0: This is the the absolute truth is I did not eat at any restaurant when we were there. I only ate... With table scraps and stuff, I was able to dig up yep. by, by crashing uh, parties.
1: Handfuls of grass. <laughs> Handfuls of grass. And uh, yeah. I went, uh, I ended up doing a panel. Uh, with like uh, Adrian Tomine, yeah, uh, and uh, Ariel. I Bor- want to say Bordeaux, but that's I not think my, you're right. Uh, but she, yeah, they were like pals, and they were doing like yeah. a jam comic together. And there was someone else who was like also super big shot, mm. and uh, and I was an arrogant fucker. Who I think dominated most of the conversation. So that was me there, because I was but like, you're, no you're, one knows who I am. You're this enter- is my only chance. Here's
0: the thing, though you you're entertaining. And they're all shy comic do artists. There's a little bit of that. Didn't want to say But I would be giving you.
1: tips like, you know, so how do you get your mini comics in stores? And I was like, well, you know, you go and you, you ask them this. And then when you come back, uh, make sure that you take those mini comics. Well, I, what I would say don't do this because this is a horrible thing to do. Yeah. Don't take those mini comics off the shelf and hide them behind other comics. Yeah. And then. Uh, Inflate your numbers. And then, and then go to the person. So how are they selling? It's like, well, let's just take a look on the shelf where they'd be selling. Oh, apparently we've sold out of them. Can we get some more? Yeah. Well, sure. Uh, give us some more. <laughs> there we go. And then you take the other ones and you put them back there. <laughs> nice. You,
0: never yeah. do, you would never do you that. You would though. never tell them. No, that would be a terrible. Do that kind of thing. <laughs> that would be an awful. that's a terrible thing to do. Yeah, that's almost, almost illegal, almost dishonest. And, I don't think it's illegal. You know, I still have, uh, when we were there, this friendly fellow who, remember he, he gave us a, a print of Crumb's famous uh, History of America. Yes. And still I got that. Still hanging in my kitchen to this day. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. It's been there for so long that the mat uh, has faded. Uh, but I, I love that. Marcus love that Marcus
1: image. is right, though. Everyone that you've ever met in the past, eventually you will re-meet on Facebook. Hmm. That has... Uh, that has. Uh, I watched, but why uh, not? I watched a film, why the heck not? Uh, what's it called? Until the End of the World? Are you familiar with that film? Until the End of the World? Uh, oh, jeez. I don't uh, know. Hey, Siri! <laughs>
0: Just talk about it. You don't look need to look up
1: until the end of the world. Why are you doing that? Why are you wrecking the show with I this want to garbage? One the director is, because it's a very famous director. Now it says world is it, director. Is it Vim Vendors? Yes. There you go. Okay. Perfect. i Anyway, I watched, the, uh, I watched the I watched the like, four hour version of it. Oh. Uh, and it's got a. Th- it's it's it was shot in I think 1991, and it takes place in 1999. Okay. But one of the things they've got is uh, technology where people can look at their own dreams. And so people have these. A uh, person has this screen, Kay. and they're looking at like a, a thing of themselves sure. as a child, and they're addicted to it, like horribly addicted yeah, to yeah, it. Yeah. They can't. Stand, and at one point, the batteries run out, yeah. and they and they and they, fl- they flip out. Sure, they just lose it. And it was like, man, that does feel a little bit like phones today and whatnot. Like, yeah, because pretty
0: much the name for that now is Facebook. Hmm. That's people looking at their own dreams. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's what it's become. Like, well, actually, not just that, but Pinterest. You know, these are all fantasy, like, dreamscapes that we create for ourselves and populate, and that's that's our world.
1: Yeah, which is the world anyway. I mean, back in the day, you would be able to afford a house, and you would put that on your mantle, and it'd be like, this is... This is the how I'm presenting myself. Yeah. Here's all the pictures. Sure. And here's the paintings, and here's the thing, and this is me. But I'm show you this. Yeah. And then uh, nowadays we're like, you can afford a one-bedroom apartment, because that's yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, you got to find another place to do that, and uh, that has now become uh, online.
0: Yes, I guess that's true.
1: We do not have a mantle, Wait. most people. I got a mantle, but I, I lucked into a mantle.
0: You lucked into a mantle?
1: Well, yeah. I think Facebook is people's mantles. Yeah,
0: yeah. Okay. I mean, that's nice. I mean, it's a nice thing, but... It is what it has become. and I mean,
1: it, We've always had ways of presenting here's, who we are and true. what our history it's was. It's true
0: that we've had ways of presenting, but the difference between the mantelpiece in my parents' house and your, the mantelpiece that we have on Facebook is that is that my parents were not relying on people liking their mantelpiece.
1: Oh, they'd come in the house and what's the first thing you'd say? What a lovely home you have. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is beautiful. Sure. Who's in this picture? Sure. Oh, that's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is beautiful. Of course you like
0: that, but you didn't have it every day. It wasn't a constant part of your life. People coming into your house and complimenting you. You know what? I that bet, would be weird. I bet you
1: could make an argument that uh, the front lawn would be. It's like you're the But suburbs. you wouldn't hear.
0: People wouldn't come by and like comment, hey, nice lawn, driving by your house. No well, one, if you put no something new
1: on the lawn, your neighbor would say it. Okay. Like if you put something but new once again, out there or I if you mean, got something new, yeah. but if that's you, what they would say. That's
0: fine. But if you kept doing it all the time, it would become like an eyesore. Mm-hmm. You know, 14 well wishing wells spread across the lawn and a bunch of other junk. Your neighbors would very you soon. Can, you can delete some of would them Would very well. soon stop saying what a nice... You know what I mean? Like eventually, your 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 obvious obsession would start to like pall.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, it's, it. There's a difference between like the, that physical reality and the, the virtual reality in, in that yeah. in that sense.
1: Again, I think there's an argument to be made that the reality you're putting forth in that suburban home okay. and on the mantle. Okay, they're exactly the same. Everyone always puts forth the reality they want to put forward, uh, just like we do. But on they do. But podcast. it's not.
0: It's not. You know, I, could, I agree. that There's an endorphin rush in both cases of likes. Your friend likes your lawn. You mm-hmm. did a good job mowing it. Or you build a garden wall and your friends like it. The equivalent, the modern equivalent of spending a weekend building a stone wall for your, for your lawn Mm -hmm. is uh, post, you know, is, is, uh, sharing a cat video.
1: Well, what you do uh, is you take your baby outside and people go, "What a lovely baby." And they'd say that in yeah. person. But nowadays you can't cuz it's awesome. creepy. That's an awesome. That's an awesome feeling. So you you post picture of your baby online, people go, "What a lovely baby." And they go, "Oh, it's that's a nice creepy it's you.
0: not it's not creepy now for people to say what a lovely baby you have." Why would you say that's creepy?
1: Depends. <laughs> it's not creepy at all. If you walked out, here's the thing. If you walked out of an apartment wow. building and yeah. everyone stuck their head out of the door or whatever and, went out, "That's a lovely baby." Pretty yeah, baby. Just made, baby like. Yeah, me yeah. Me like baby. Well, of course, if you be say like, it in, in a creepy li- way. Wanna, yeah, I don't want to be in uh, this house with that would a uh, the same way
0: that, that the... if you mowed your lawn in the past and then someone went out and said, I like your lawn. Yeah, that's so your true. lawn is nice. That's someone also to, weird. That.
1: So yeah, well, that's my voice. We've established <laughs> that's my voice. That's a 1990s Muppet <laughs> from uh, the, the you other You have team. a nice lawn. That's right. I like your
0: 14 wishing wells that you put around your property. Yeah, that's. They're all really nice.
1: Yep. I don't. Dave, there's nothing new under the sun. We just move things you cannot, around. You cannot. You cannot. move things around. All the emotions are the I, same. No. We just I, move them around. I disagree. There yeah, are differences. Everyone's are difference. always felt the same There ways. are
0: differences between every every era. There are different g- generational differences mm-hmm. that we but will not. But the emotions remain the same. Well, they, Fuck. The, who gives a shit? The People differences. People are scared
1: of dying. People of course they are. People love their babies. Yes. People think they're an idiot. Yes. Uh, everyone feels the That's same way true. they always have. That's
0: true. That's true. But there are generational differences in, in, in that. In those things, there are differences between how people are raised, their life experiences, Mm -hmm. how you know things, their access to things are all they're all different. You know, Mm -hmm. they're all different,
1: but the emotions are the same. (laughs) I
0: don't give a shit. Because it does, your emotions are not just emotions; they're shaped how by how we
1: are inside. Remains the same. Let's go there. <laughs> your soul remains the same. The soul is still hungry for the same things. The soul still fears the same things. The, the, we degree. are the same. We are the same inside. Degree, as we but what, have
0: what's different for your the soul? We're talking burn about. burn
1: witches as much as we used to. I so, no, that's not true at all. You think online we do that? Yeah,
0: we burn witches a lot. We burn them a lot, a lot. Families. Fair enough,
1: but it's better than fire. Actual fire is worse oh, is it? I think so. Yes, you get burned online. Hey Dave, nice hair. Burn. Yeah, uh, I'm hey, not thinking about that. Me on I'm, fire. Burn. I'm thinking
0: about actual life destroying burnings. You know, those, I think
1: being set on fire is the worst. That, that lasts a being long time Being set on time fire too. is the worst. Period. Mm-hmm. I'd say. Yeah. Yeah. I will. I will pick that hill to die so on. That w- being set on fire we, is the worst.
0: We we are emotionally brutal, but we, not physically brutal as we once were. That's what you're saying. So you're saying that we are different.
1: Oh yes. Oh. oh. Boy, that was, that was a good uh, Muppet voice. I can't argue with that.
2: Oh, boy. <laughs> Near.
1: Far. <laughs> <laughs> Wrap it up, Dedrick. <laughs> Plug our live show.
0: Thank you for listening to Sneaky Dragon this week, everyone. We appreciate all your what listens.
1: What letters are we all brought to? All the likes by. <laughs> that you
0: send to us help endorphins go to our brain and make us all feel better.
1: Brought by the letters S and D for sneaky dragon and number 31 which is the data that we're going to do our show number 31 and also 7 which is the time the show starts yeah 7 o'clock how do they reach us Dave you can reach us at our website sneaky dragon <laughs> why is that making me cough <laughs> by the way there's smoke in the air we're all choking today. That's worse here than it is where I live
0: it's weird because the valley is a funnel.
1: Yeah.
0: And supposedly it gets worse as you go deeper Today's into the funnel. Today's been better than
1: it's been, but things are on but fire. Yeah, the woods are on fire, and so we're getting a lot of yeah, smoke. here. yeah, we're
0: getting a lot of smoke of around here. Well, anyway, tell, tell so uh, folks, I'm going to go off that voice because I don't know if <laughs> I don't even know if I can, you can understand me or I can understand myself. I can't even tell what I'm saying. You can go to our website, sneakydragon.com. We have a, a comments board there. You can make comments. You can write mm-hmm. and say, I don't like what Dave is doing. You can uh, reach us by email at SneakyD at SneakyDragon.com. Woo. We have a Facebook page where we put things. We have uh, Twitter, which we occasionally uh, open up that little uh, creaky old wallet and let the moths fly out. <laughs> and we also have Tumblr, uh, Sneaky Dragon. Those are all the things that we do so that you... Did
1: you say what our Twitter was?
0: Sneaky underscore dragon.
1: Oh, I apologize. That I, You were correct. Sorry about that. I don't know. I don't know if I said it. I don't actually. know if I said it either. So smoky in here. <laughs> I, can't, I
0: can't even see you anymore. Are you in here, Zillion? So everyone, thanks for listening to the show this week. It's awesome that you were here. We really all appreciate it. Thank you very much, everybody.
1: And thank you so much for Nina for making the uh, costume for our upcoming show. We really appreciate that. This is the voice of
0: sticky Dragon when I wear the costume.
1: Get on it, Nina! Yeah. If she won't do it, uh Nina, if you need some help, uh, Louise Moon might help you. Louise, uh, help her with that costume, will you? Get
2: on it, Louise! <laughs> <laughs>
1: Chinchiru
0: <laughs> First of the day
1: mm. Still do not like the taste of beer It's good <laughs> to know
2: Why did you take
1: it? Yeah, that seemed, seemed like.